This week's Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Audible, and you listeners can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. Everybody and happy Groundhog Day to you all. Welcome to episode 250 of Vigigame Apocalypse. I'm your host back again, Michael Rapares. <laughs> Who else is here in the Tyler Wilde Memorial Studio with me? Punk Satani, Chris Santista, <laughs> and Thirsty Android, Matt J. And special guest. Uh, you know, I forgot how many times we've done this already, um, but Nathan Ortega. <laughs> and other special guests joining, catch on. joining us for the first time ever, it's... Actually, second time. Dumb shit moving your disease to it, Jerry. You weren't on a VGA before, were you? Yeah, I was at the oh. the games of E3 2016. That's right, when Mikkel oh. was gone. Yeah, that was, okay. po- that was post See, I... the worst liked video in Laser Time history. Oh, man. Which one was that? The uh, e- Sony E3 2016 conference. Oh, that's right. A lot of comments were very insightful, like, fuck that guest. Yeah. And, oh, great, <laughs> another Chris substitute. That's great. What? what? Oh, well, was that not there? Uh, yeah, no. Okay. Oh. Okay. N- now it's like, who's that fat Jew? This is a great place to make stuff. I'm just glad I get to make stuff for the internet. It's, a- it's awesome. Uh, cut that out. Wow. No. It's, it, we didn't edit out the comment. It's still there. Yeah. Um, We've been doing that Jesus. a lot lately. Yeah. Leaving comments in. I, I don't care. I always leave it there. I love Especially when a piece of shit leaves his real name and face next to it. Like, mm. I hope Laser Time comes up yeah. during your job application. Well, what was the, the, like, greater internet douchebag theory? Like, now it's been disproven that, like, people don't even need anonymity anymore. They'll act like dicks no matter what, because oh, there's, mean, like, no retaliation. You mean real-life internet douchebags? Yes. Uh, Penny Arcade? Mm-hmm. Yeah, cruelty is king. <laughs> but, I mean, we should announce officially we fired Bob. We can just stop mm-hmm. pretending and joking. That's mm-hmm. true. He's gone. Yeah. Also, Hank, Hank so, is gone, somebody too. Had Hank's to fire Bob. Out. He got too many complaints. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it went to HR, <laughs> which so is Chris. In case that joke doesn't work, uh-huh. thanks to everybody who came to the Talking yes. Simpsons live show. Uh, that was really, really fun and uh, euphoric. That was really good. Really, really good. Yeah, I'm sorry I missed it. I was sick oh, over what'd the you weekend. have the sniffles? Couldn't yeah. come to your friend's show. I was no one I was, was there to support us. Flat on my fucking back. But oh. I, I heard there was like a, a huge gathering afterward and sounded a lot of fun. That's true. I got. Hammered and fell asleep on the kitchen floor. More sleep, more on that on bonus time. <laughs> but I mean, there was a Missy, Mrs. Wikiparas, which was That's awesome true. to meet her. So she she was there as my proxy. She was, uh, yep, to sign things in my name, uh, power of attorney, etc. She so, was she uh, was there to when I made a sorcerer reference, and the audience was <laughs> yes. definitely silent. She's just like, yeah, freaking, like, oh, one per. It's Diana. That all doesn't. Even I don't count. even know what that is, and I'm married to her. <laughs> it's a truck movie. Uh, it's, a, it's a bad truck. movie. Can you it's tell really by the good. title? <laughs> is there another sorcerer? Kind? Yeah, sorcerer. It's really good sorcerer rule. Well, as as I said, our top five this mm-hmm. week is going to be about. It's, well, I didn't say, actually. Let me start that yeah, over. Yeah, you kind of Rick Sanchez through the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. This episode's coming out on Groundhog Day, and so I thought, why not bust out drinking. this top five that I've been sitting on for months and months, mm-hmm. just waiting for Groundhog Day to happen, which is Groundhog Day games. Games in which your character is trapped in a time loop and has to relive the same events over and over and over again, trying to change the outcome each time. I don't want to point out how that's technically every game ever. 
Well, technically, <laughs> these are all in canon, like in okay. storyline. How uh, many days did Super Mario Brothers take place during? Uh, eight worlds, not eight it was, days. It was one day. Okay. Yeah, because it was a play. Uh, that's three. Saying, that's three. <laughs> don't, don't try and catch me on this. Whatever, this, all time. This logic is flawless. Show. But we are going to go with a small break in format this week because it's episode 250, Whoops. and it's a time for renewal and change. The Groundhog Day special. Yeah, and one of the things I want to do is uh, play a little faster and looser with some of our current events content. Mm -hmm. I feel like in the past 250 episodes, some of it has been Mm -hmm. a little forced. Like, we Mm -hmm. talk about things we don't know how to talk about uh, just because, like, hey, this news event happened. Let's talk about this. Um, So I want to kind of shy away from that. I want to still be able to talk about big events and releases that we're excited about. But uh, we're going to be taking a slightly different tack. And one of those is that I want to move. Whoa, what's even happening? He's stealing this from me. To the first segment, because it worked so well last week when you did it, Chris. It it did? Do you think it it worked? I think it did work. Um, Yeah. So even though this week we can't talk about any new releases. We start off the the show with with a little bit of topical stuff. Well, we can. Oh, because Monster Hunter World is the best game of the year, and it's only January. Sure. Or it's only only Groundhog Day. Mm -hmm. It's really fucking good. Yeah? Really good. And, like, I'm, I'm not even talking from someone who's wanted this for the series for a while. It the news was that it shipped it shipped five million copies, which was about the same RE6 did. And the RE6 is one of the most whether you liked it or not was one of the most anticipated games ever that everybody was pre-ordering. Mm-hmm. I can't believe. Uh, look at my friends list. There's 40 people playing. Like the reviews were really good, and a ton of people are playing this shit to where like noobs are helping me. Like it feels really good to have a, a fucking Monster Hunter be received in the West. To have noobs help you. Uh, just mm-hmm. to have Monster Hunter. Go over in the West, mm-hmm. where it never did before. I think it always went over, just not on it the had same an audience, mainstream level. But I mean, this definitely seems like a case where people who normally wouldn't be that into the series. Yeah. It just seems like the most approachable version of this series yet. It, it is, and it's, yeah. it's it's streamlined in every way, and it deserves some of that credit. We, you can watch in our stream, very frustrating with the online part, but I think that was mm-hmm. Matt's underdeveloped character's fault, maybe too much. I don't know. I, I don't know what it was. I mean, it... It could, I guess it was but, that, even, but the, the game didn't. But tell the game us. should have told you like this character hasn't gotten to this point in the game where they can join you. And we it went didn't. to that game has. We're like, standing next to one another and couldn't exa- play with. There's each like other. seven different ways to connect with other players, mm-hmm. and none of them would work, and it wouldn't tell us why any of them would work. It was, and I we had already read on the internet like I had seen a lot of people on Twitter being frustrated with the online, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, they probably don't know how video games work. What a bunch of nerds! And I tried it, and I was like, what the fuck is this? I mean, baby steps. This for this series, it's still a pretty big evolution, right? Totally, totally, like. And, and it's, I think it, I, for everybody else, it was really easy for me to join in online. I don't know. Maybe we, we were streaming 1080p video while we were doing this. While we had two people online in Monster Hunter. Maybe our internet buckled. Or maybe that was part of it. I, I think don't it know. was just the level disparity. I think, it's I think just, it was the, the game disparity. didn't tell me that I needed more levels mm. to. Because the game, I got to exactly the point where the game was like, and now you can play online with everyone. And mm. I was like, okay, here we go. Let's stream. And then it didn't work. So we we're like, let's do one mission. And I did a mission. After that, they gave me a tutorial on how to connect with people. And I was like, why didn't you give me this when you told me I could go online? <laughs> and then it still didn't work. So I. I don't know. We eventually did a couple missions. They were arena yeah, missions. Uh, other people were able to join you, but I wasn't, and I don't. We yeah. don't understand why that happened. You were sitting next to me, <laughs> but other, other than that, together on the same Wi-Fi. I had been. Pl- I'd played. T- I'd put in twenty hours, and I had never been online. Uh, like the, the game, the game didn't used to function this well as a single player game, and it really does now. It, it works. Re- it's really really fun. Yeah, I remember like. 
a, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. like talking about this with you, mm-hmm. and you saying like it has a tutorial now. That's such a huge thing. Like it always. And, had... Like I, I didn't understand what you meant at first. Like didn't it always have a tutorial? Like not to the extent that it, it does it, now. It did, but it was like even when it was trying, it was it all it had to do was all it had to deal with was text boxes. So you would walk out there with someone like, here's how you do this, and like, why did this take ten minutes to explain? It's ridiculous, it's... but with. Speaking of somebody who bought multiple Monster Hunter games based mm-hmm. on Chris's and Brett's enthusiasm, come on! I got an enthusiasm, mm. not, uh, not a gunpoint. I swear to God, mm. <laughs> uh, I bought. Uh, I got lost every single time. I tried to play them. Like controls were difficult, and yeah. I think Chris said multiple times it was based on old infrastructure, and that's why PS2 it, infrastructure. Yeah, PS2. Wow. And uh, I just couldn't get into the games. But then I played the beta when it w- happened twice mm. in December, I think. And I honestly enjoyed it. Yeah. And there's some things that like it just automatically does now that don't need the explaining they used to, where you a village elder would have to explain to you where to find whetstones. You just have whetstones forever. That used to be a, a, a finite item you'd have to dig up. Hmm. So whenever you wanted to sharpen your sword, you'd have to find one of those. Would your sword get one. dull as quickly as it does in this game? Uh, like... It'll make more sense once your sword gets to be more and more fucking awesome. Why you why you shouldn't have a sword that awesome for that long. I mean, my right, sword already turns into an axe. That's pretty fucking awesome. Oh, are you playing uh, the gun axe? Or, uh, shit, what is that called? Switch, Switch axe, yes. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's a tough one, one to, to get your head around. Is it? Yeah, a little bit, because huh. it is both a gun and it's, a It seemed like the most bloodborne thing to me, so... Yeah, but it, you can do all, like, uh, because my right bumper... Does just puts me in demon mode where you have to use that in conjunction with two other buttons. You have an mm. extra button for attack that I do, ah. and you can switch that thing in like mid swing to do different things. All right. Seriously, if you if you just if you're fucking around with a monster and a weapon, like look up a, a little tutorial. It's not a dense amount of combos. But you probably have about twelve things you could do, four of which you didn't know. Well, they also have that practice space. Which they do. Was which that in the previous game? No, no. And then I, I understand Aziz's point. It, it was it was a game you accepted a lot of bullshit. Bob was even more. Like, there's all the bullshit's gone. And not all the bullshit's gone, but, like, most of it's gone. I mean, most- honestly, one of the biggest bullshit... That I, I, mm-hmm. I'm a shallow, shallow fuck mm-hmm. when I say that. But, like, if a game is not as pretty as I want it to be, mm-hmm. I don't play it. Mm-hmm. I'm just that... Uh, fuck it's it's been yeah. visually stuck in, like, like 480p hell for a long time. And yeah, this and one looks great. This looks amazing. Like, uh, not by Monster Hunter standards, mm-hmm. by... Like just general co- this console generation standards, and I wanted to I wanted to look into it just because I only saw one person who was playing it on an original Xbox who was like, "What's up with my frame rate?" And I'm like, "Motherfuckers, this is the thing they told us wouldn't happen in the Xbox mm. One X age, or the PS4 Pro age that you would because Matt's you were playing the, your original yeah, launch PS, regular PS4. PS4. It looked it looked mine looked a little better on the Pro. Mm. Yeah, I think but, it plays fine. I, I had, thought I it was had no problems. It was interesting that on the Pro it asks mm-hmm. you. Do you want to prioritize yes. resolution, frame rate, or what was the last one? Lighting effects, uh, textures, or something like that. Graphics. I think it just said yeah, yeah. Graphics. That box is just grayed out for me. But it, I think it was it was <laughs> like it lighting really? and yeah. shadows. <laughs> oh man, uh, was it really? Yeah, I have. I that, can't tell if you're joking. That shows up on my menu, but I can't change it to okay. anything. Okay, what did you choose, Michael? I chose resolution. Of oh, course. frame rate, baby. I didn't the, buy this TV just to have a 60k. Gotta go with the frame rate bullshit. And uh, Nathan, you're just never gonna play Monster Hunter. I mean, maybe one day. I, th- I think my b- biggest problem is just the the time commitment it requires. Like, it- it's still a game series that you really do have to spend time in. You really... go through the right life change, it'll be the best thing. I'm you. unemployed. <laughs> if I can't make it work now, I don't know when I'll make it. But did you play the, one of the other new releases? Um, I played the one on Wii U. 
I had a friend what? try to... No, new release. Uh... Oh, oh, I, I'm sorry. My Okay. <laughs> I thought we, I, I only heard certain keywords. No, not... we only talk about Wii U Look, during the game deal Chris, segment. I ignore every third word people say. It's fine. I have yeah, a brain I, problem. It's uh, fine. What is the Wii U? The only Nintendo games come out on Switch. Mm-hmm. I don't no, know it, what that it, is. It didn't happen. There's just this grayed out window of time yeah, yeah. on Nintendo's like legacy. Yeah, yeah, nobody can remember what they were doing between 2012 and 2017. Yeah, Sitting we, on their ass. We just had a Donkey Kong go, uh, for eight years. We just had the first one. I didn't know what happened before that. Funky um, mode, but I mean Celeste also that's came what, out that's last what week and has been getting crazy <laughs> reviews. Mm. Uh, it got like a I think a ten from IGN, which is nuts. Um, Celeste, Celeste, yes, it's a Celeste. game by the developer of Towerfall. And I'm excited to play it. I hear it's amazing. It's about you're you're playing Didn't as a Nathan play. That's why I brought you to the mic. You're a young woman who has to climb a, a giant mountain, and it's filled with like crazy ass platforming levels and impossible spikes and uh, strawberries really? that you have to get. That, yeah. And you have to hold on to them for a certain amount of time before they become yours. It's really cool to see them kind of take everything they learned from Towerfall and imply, uh, apply it to, like, a more narrative-focused game, mm-hmm. but still have those kind of really tough, like, uh, Super Meat Boy-esque platforming action sequences in it. It's So, it's yeah, I mean, it's it's a little bit more sophisticated than something like Braid, where I think uh, people tend to c- compare a lot of these types of games where they're, like, the story feels like it's initially more of a passive experience, mm-hmm. but... I think they did a really great job of integrating their kind of the narrative stuff from the game uh, with the mechanics to where I feel like the brutal difficulty feeds into the, the emotional experience of this person climbing this mountain and feeling like things are really, really hopeless and that mm. they'll never be able to persevere this over this really, really like insurmountable situation. And wondering, why did I ever do this? Yeah, like, well, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> what, what killed me about it is like the, just the... Like, past the first level, like, one of the first areas you explore is, like, a ruined city at the base of this mountain. It's like, how is this there? How, how is this not, like, a massive danger warning that this is not a tourist destination? You don't climb this for fun. Uh, anyway. Sorry, that went nowhere. <laughs> Sorry, I was playing with an action figure. Oh, that's important. It's a me city. I'm glad you're it's doing pretty cool, that. right? Oh, yeah, I yeah. didn't know that it was on I the didn't Switch. play this I'm game. Glad. Uh, that's, uh, mm-hmm. Chris, is that what you're calling it these days? What, my me seek? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a targeting penis. <laughs> Existence is pain. It is. It is. <laughs> okay, it was a reference. Now I got it. I thought you just talked about my regular existence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um, it's funnier if you're here. I guess. Did anyone play Dragon Ball Z Fighters? No. Dragon but, uh, Ball Fighters. Yeah, we're gonna play it tomorrow. Yeah, it's actually called Fighters, not Fighters Z. So. Yeah. No, it's Fighters. It's, fighters. Is that how it's pronounced? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just no, fighters. that's how. No, fighters. That's how yeah, fighters. Not just that fighters. Z is way too well, nobody, big. Nobody leans on the Z like that. But you're mm. supposed to. I, I, no, I think it's be, it's highlighted because it's called DBZ. Yeah, that's why it's mm. highlighted. Not but because it's, it's is that where? But the time frame of what they're dealing with is Dude. almost exclusively Z. Is it not? I have no idea. I think idea. they're just happy if you just buy the Dragon Ball game. I see. <laughs> they don't I care. see. <laughs> I see. They weren't. They didn't want. They didn't have enough faith in Budokai Five and right. Super. I think or Super Budokai is Tenkaichi Three, which is like the <laughs> least marketable game I ever. Uh, For real. Outside of Square Enix, no, I mean, this is the first Dragon Ball game I've been excited about since mm-hmm. the Budokai games. Like, I remember somebody saying it's like Budokai Two, where you go through an overworld, and I'm like, that makes me so excited. I I love that gameplay type, and yeah. Was I would say two or three, the one that was like a board game. Really, there two, three? no, no, okay. two, three was the oh, three was the overworld where uh, Goku was just flying around. Oh yeah, okay, oh, nice. Wouldn't it be weird if this gets people into fighting games? I don't see that because mm. the demographic has like has too big of 
a b- big a middle of a Venn diagram. The, the, yeah, the DBZ and fighting game mm-hmm. community overlap. I want to say they gigantic. do, but it's like, basically a circle. Everybody <laughs> like this is a at its core, it's a really pretty two D fighter that's m- really fucking approachable, mm-hmm. and that's why like I don't know, I want, want Matt to play a little bit and see if he can teach me something because I have a, I have a tough time with fighting. Yeah. I have I've been seeing a lot of people on Twitter and stuff and people I'm connected with that are saying like I don't buy Street Fighter or mm-hmm. anything like that, but it's Dragon Ball, so I'll buy it. And if you yeah. didn't see me with Monster Hunter, and I don't have it with Street Fighter, but I've seen people who do, and I see a monster moves his neck like this, I'm like, I know the next three moves he's about to do. Mm-hmm. And it makes me like, oh yeah, I do have, like, I just never applied that training to a fighting game, to where, like, to learning a combatant. Yeah. or And for some, like, Dragon Ball them. games never stopped. They mm-hmm. come out all yeah. the time, but this one, I think just because of that little visual flourish, like, mm-hmm. got it a lot of attention and got it pulled in, got, it pulls in, it's pulling in people that, you know, stuff like, uh, Whatever the one last Xenoverse like mm-hmm. isn't playing because that's just a fighting game that's Dragon Ball. This is like a special thing. I think yeah. it's also because of the developer yeah. who did yeah. Blaze Blue. Yeah. I mean, everybody, oh, yeah, yeah. a lot of people yeah. are excited about that just because of the change of developer. Guilty Gear. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Guilty Blaze Gear. Blue. They know the... what they're doing in terms of building complex and like well balanced fighters. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, my, that's a game that my friends play, and they said uh, I told them, "Oh, Blaze Blue is too difficult." I tried to get into that. Is that going to be dra- Dragon Ball? Like they saw Dragon Ball and explained to me, "No, they made it new friend as much as new friendly as it ca- possibly can." And I because a lot of people who love Dragon Ball don't really necessarily mm-hmm. like fighter mm-hmm. games. Uh, that's what they said. So I... Yeah, which I don't think Persona did. Because mm-hmm. they made the Persona oh, fighting yeah. games, right? <laughs> and those games mm-hmm. are like not approachable. Arena? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Perso- the Persona Arena game. P4A. Yeah, nope, mm-hmm. not approachable that, at all. And they got that wackadoo fighter with like Persona and Blaze Blue people. Oh, and yeah. then like the RWBY mm-hmm. people too. It's Really? It's that was the most foreign word in this entire conversation exclusively about Japanese ideas. Are you sure you're not <laughs> no. thinking about Mugen? Uh, it's is it more foreign <laughs> than it's like he's... an officially released Mugen oh, mod. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, you can also be Peter Griffin. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and Ronald McDonald. You think that move was big? You're, you're reminding me that at some point, like, years ago, I beca- I somehow became the uh, in-house uh, uh, expert on Blaze Blue for PlayStation, the official magazine. Because no one else wanted to review those games. And so, like, hey, you want to review this? 150 words? Yeah, sure. Like, want to review these sequels? Yeah, okay. They had a Guilty Gear machine when I was in high school at my local movie theater. For like less than a year, like mm-hmm. it, they put it in, and I think I'm the only guy who ever played it, and then they took it out. Mm. God damn, movie theater damn. arcade machines! I want to have a whole wow. conversation about that. So, oh, have you played Batman, the racing game, or yes, Fast and the Furious? Yeah, they're everywhere. <laughs> yeah, the so worst. Before anyone drags you pay $2 me, two dollars to pay, play Guitar Hero on a, <laughs> with a plastic peripheral that doesn't work. I played Fast and Furious in real life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's about quarters. <laughs> before anyone drags me for not having played Dragon Ball Fighters mm-hmm. yet. Uh, I just want to say, in my defense, I was out of the country all last week. And sick. Uh, yeah, and I was sick all weekend, so whatever time I was struggling to spend upright was spent playing uh, Assassin's Creed Origins The Hidden Ones DLC, mm. which adds a whole yeah. new peninsula to the, <laughs> the game world, and uh, what, a new peninsula? set of... Uh, the, the Sinai San Peninsula. Francisco. Oh, no shit, really. Yeah. I actually know where that is. Wait, yeah. What? <laughs> you mean the one that's everybody been struggling about politically for 100 years? Oh. Yes. Well, what a, what a great sh- episode for Z's. You can, <laughs> you can struggle for it with the Romans. That's the only reason I'm on this episode, to talk about politically yeah. about Palestine and Israel. What do you want me to talk about? This takes Roman place occupation. in a time where everything was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very special episode. It's, it's a, yes. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, it, it is a kind of smaller adventure, but uh, it's a little more direct. Uh, mm-hmm. kind of surprised me because, like, in, in Assassin's Creed, in the main storyline, like, you have these... 
assassination targets, and you're like given a set of missions that will gradually lead you to those targets. This time around, it's like, here's your target. Go kill him. Go. Okay, did really next next mm-hmm. target that, oh, again? Sure. Oh yeah. Okay, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I saw that. I saw that a bit in the the Battlefront DLC because they kind of like they don't have the voice actors and the story to play with that much. They lean more heavily on gameplay and like just mm-hmm. fucking shoot shit. That's what that's what you do in this DLC. There'll be a cutscene at the end, but until yeah. then, shoot shit. We won't interrupt you every five minutes. Well, replace shoot shit with slash shit. Yeah, slash yes, shit. There you go. DLC. I'm just saying. I don't usually play it, and it's it's. <clears throat> It's interesting to look at. I mean, yeah. the director of the game is called Ashraf Ismail, so... Yes. Arab power. Woo! And he's awesome. <laughs> On that note, that's probably a good opportunity to switch gears, mm-hmm. take a little break, and when we come back, talk about what? Groundhog Day Games! Let's go! Woo! This week's Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Audible. And if you don't know what Audible is, it is the internet's wonderfully leading source for audiobooks and radio dramas. And they have your bestsellers there. And new stuff, I see Tom Sawyer read by Nick Offerman. A new book by Norm MacDonald. But of course, Video Game Apocalypse users, I know you like your goddamn video games. That's why Elston is here to tell us about some books that are available for you right now. Uh, yeah, on Audible, we saw, we, we did a little look, we did a little search, and we found Ma- Maestro Mario, which is a, a look at uh, video game music. I am shocked that there's a book all about video game music. Yeah, so I, I've read this, but I'm now I am personally curious to actually see if the uh, audio clips are in this uh, particular Audible version, because they walk through uh, like music, the early days of the NES, how music helped like change the way game music was perceived because mm-hmm. before that the whole like it's just beeps and boops like no it literally was just beeps and boops before Mario yeah. and it's in the NES like there was just a lot of background jingles at best yeah. and now it was like it's hero different it's like yeah. how do you it's like scoring an action, a movie with only action sequences yeah how do you keep that pace up yeah so that's a really fun look at just music but also with a lot of good terminology and, and stuff that I can't even get across in VG Empire because I don't have that knowledge base uh, but there's also Service Games, which is a great... Something you read. Yeah, I read this, and it's been a couple of years, so it's vague, but I remember re- just really enjoying this look back at the creation of Sega, uh, Sega of America, and how it interacted with Sega Japan, and just the, the long-storied history of Sega in general yeah. is, is, is fascinating, uh, and how it ends up where it is now. But and I'm sure you've we heard talk of, about that. I'm sure you've heard of Console Wars by Blake J. Harris. That is also there on Audible, and we encourage you to check it out by going to audibletrial.com slash lasertime. Again, you will get a free audiobook and you will get a free 30 days of uh, usage of Audible. It works on... Audible has over 180,000 ch- titles to choose from. Uh, it works on your iPhone, desktop, Android, Kindle, whatever crappy uh, Korean MP3 player you might be using. Oh, I don't... That sounds like a Galaxy Slam. It is not, but check it out. Thank you, Audible. And again, Video Game Apocalypse listeners can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get a free audiobook with a free 30-day trial. And we're back with what, Chris? I have no idea. I know. You have Bill no Murray games. Uh, Bill Murray games. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, Top like, five actors that yeah. played Bill Murray in Top games. five Groundhog like Day games. Yeah, it's all right, yeah. it's all right. Which, again, are games where you oh, have the same games. events repeatedly, trying to change the results with foreknowledge of the future, beginning with... Number five. This is a game that came out last year. So and I'm going to guess none Chrono of Trigger. you have played. I have. Nope. I have. He, Sexy what is it? Brutality. Yes! Ah, yes! Someone guessed it. I'm so impressed. I yes. love that game so much. It's so yeah. cool. Wait, say it again. You screamed it. Uh, what? Sexy Brutality. Sexy Brutality. Sexy Brutality. Sexy Brutality. Okay. Okay. With the Ben Kingsley movie? It's yeah. the name of a casino. <laughs> 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 like, 
It's, it's the name of a casino where uh, a bunch of guests have gathered for a masquerade party and are mysteriously getting knocked off one by one. Mm. And you have to relive these deaths over and over again. You're actually reliving the same day over and over again, trying to put a stop to the murders. Um, what I just played is the sound that plays whenever you wake up at the beginning of the day. It's ticking clock. And then that duh-duh is a PA announcing a special thing in the theater at 7 p.m. So you've, you've kind of got until then to stop these murders not from happening. Th- not theater? Theater? <laughs> theater? I mean, it's normally how you pronounce it. Uh, yeah. I, theater. With an E at the very end. Theater. It's a, is it like a... Theatra. Theatra. Is it like an isometric? Yes. Yeah, it's it like over top kind of... It like, is. Looks like Mario RPG. And it's, it's like an exploration stealth game. It kind of feels like a point-and-click adventure in a lot of ways, and yeah. then you are creeping around in these adjoining rooms, and uh, it's like on a clockwork timer. Uh, so you, you have to like know when things are going to happen, be there when they happen, and... Uh, if you need to swap certain things out to foil events from happening, you need to do that before people die. So, for example, the first murder that you foil is a guy who gets ambushed in a chapel by a, uh, a mask-wearing serpent who shoots him. Oh no, very sinister. But if you replace <laughs> the bullet with a blank... That's, that's one of the, the best <laughs> parts Christ. of this. <laughs> best parts of this game is the music. There's just the soundtrack mm-hmm. that it's like this really jazzy, up-tempo uh, thing that makes makes you feel really excited to be there and explore. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the... I'm sorry, I, my voice is way too loud, but that's one of the things that whenever you solve the problem, quote-unquote, you just get so excited. Like, yes, because mm-hmm. you're just so frustrated over and over again. By the way, that game actually has a lot of dialogue, but it's all non-voice Yeah, it's active. all text. Mm. And so. it's on Switch, too. And for some reason, every I... Every re- platform. Yeah, I oh, remembered it? it being uh, voice acted. And I, I guess it's just so well-written that it came alive or in so my well head. Or so well-acted in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> You you play as uh, Lafcadio Boone, who's a a priest who, like every other character in the game, you are masked throughout the entirety of it. And as you rescue people, um, you you earn their masks. Uh, they 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 take them off, and it's like, oh hey, I guess my destiny was averted. Well, great to see you, Lafcadio. Have my mask. But if you try to approach them before that happens, this happens. The masks come alive and start chasing you around until you leave the room. So you cannot be around any other masks. So if you get uh, wind up in the same hallway as a murderous servant, that'll happen. If you wind up in the same room as a murder victim, that'll happen. So you you have you you can't like just go up and warn them or stop them. You have to manipulate events in the background so that uh, they will end end up not dying. And this is the only game involving masks we'll talk about today, right? Uh, Promise. Possibly. <laughs> uh, Wait, we're going to talk about Eyes Wide Shut in this podcast? Mm-hmm. Oh, the Eyes Wide Shut game? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make a really great iPhone game. Just remove those digitally. <laughs> Never mind. I don't want to say it. <laughs> um, but yeah, Sexy Brutal, amazing game. Uh, but is it as amazing as... Number four. Damn it. Renato picked up the book. He couldn't let the Empire have it now. 
He was going to have to get it out of there. He'd be a wanted man. Probably have to join the rebellion just to have a place to dock. Well, he'd hated home life anyway. What was the big deal about this book anyway? Maybe he should open it and find out. Anybody recognize this? Book of Eli. Close. It's not near. Is it nope. A, is mm-hmm. it a Star Wars game? Nope. No. Oh. Said Empire. Nope. Are you sure? And Rebellion. Yep. The mm-hmm. only they only <laughs> exist in Star Wars. That's true. I don't know real those, history. Those concepts only mm. have ever come from Star Wars. This is Stories Path of Destinies. That's not a real thing. It is 100% a real thing. Where did you find this Nathan the- knows how to talk about it. Oh, a little bit, yes. Right. Um, so it's like this kind of isometric Diablo-esque game. Yeah. With a really interesting uh, take Action on RPG. the whole... Action RPG. Right. Uh, with a really interesting take on the kind of... Uh, I guess unreliable narrator would be mm-hmm. a way to describe it. Well, in that everything is constantly narrated. Renato's blood was up. He just needed to smash something. For example, yeah, it's, a it's super charming, and uh, I love just the fact that um, the the scenarios keep t- sort of changing as time passes, and mm-hmm. and you kind of keep playing through similar sequences over and over again. Yeah. So the the way that the game is structured, you are uh, Reynardo the Fox, a pirate captain who pilots an airship, and uh, you Can we are. We say the word Reynardo here. Reynardo. <laughs> just checking. I was just. Is an airship thing like Bastion? It's a little bit of Bastion, a yeah. little bit of Prince of Persia. There's mm. a lot of different elements to the way that the narration sort of reflects the way in which your your sort of like your specific actions play out throughout each sequence. Yeah. So the the idea is that you play through the story. The story is pretty short. You can play through uh, a complete story in maybe 45 minutes to an hour. And in doing so, you will learn like four central truths about the characters and events of the game. Once you learn them all, you can go through and get the best ending, um, for example. Okay, that was weird. He could have sworn he'd just died. Instead, he was on the Farfarer, sailing away from Ubar. And it was still burning. He'd fled burning Ubar years ago, hadn't he? And now he was back there. Had all those years fighting the Empire been nothing but a vision into the future? A useful vision, if it was true. He'd learned something. Was a traitor. Did you unspoil that for everyone? I did. Nice. The the conceit. I'm not sure if it's is it's spoilery to say that uh, the book that he grabs at the beginning is a very powerful artifact that is enabling him to uh, revisit all these different timelines. I think you find that out pretty early on in the yeah. game, so I yeah, don't think it's a spoiler. True. No, any any detail about the game just spoilers. <laughs> like even if you if you tell me the subtitle for a Star Wars movie is a spoiler, go fuck yourself, all of you. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, you, you discover things like, this character is a traitor, this character loves you, uh, this thing's going on, and, uh, you know, th- this uh, super weapon that you're looking for will destroy the universe, uh, which you can do, and and everything just resets at the end. So it, it is, I like, I, I really like games that let you revisit, like, confront characters that you know are bad guys who are secretly pretending to be your friends, stuff like that. Mm. Um, and this game lets you do a lot of that. He'd made bad choices. But now, when the real battle came, he wouldn't make those choices. He wouldn't make the same mistake twice. The book's pages began to flip backwards, towards the beginning. And he realized that his adventure was just beginning. Also, as a fan of audiobooks, I like that it's only one narrator doing all the dialogue. Mm. 
So, like, you know, when a female character comes in, he softens his voice slightly and Oh, Henry and Ron, why are you so much trouble? Doing a good Jim Dale there. Jim Mm -hmm. Dale. Mm -hmm. Oh, you've you've listened to Harry Potter? I I have not. I'm just, I was looking to see what the... Snake oil salesman from Peach Dragon was doing it. It's the voice of every Harry Potter character for oh, every book. Oh, you mean the 2016 amazing movie? A, a no, Peach no, Dragon no, no, by no, no, Were no. you doing that while I was talking? The horrible 19th No, I was trying to look up the State of the Union stuff, but that's okay. Oh, okay. That's equal. Oh, what is irrelevant. the State of our Union? Is it good? Uh, is it great again? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I paid $25 to have my name on screen. It was awesome. My thermometer said it was great, and also thanks for donating disease. Like, comment, and subscribe to America. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> oh, oh, my. Probably a good opportunity to go on to... Number three. Lilith Blan, think about it. When you return, think hard about what to do. This is a game no. that uh, Brett Elston played years ago for mm-hmm. Games Radar and is a vanillaware... Side-scrolling RTS. Mm. Anybody got any guesses as Only to what this is? Odin Sphere? Grim, Grimoire. Yes! Oh. Mm-hmm. So, this is a, a game where you are... Uh, Michael Grimm. Yes, you're Michael Grimm. <laughs> a witch named Lilith Bland who arrives at a magical academy and uh, spends about five days there and then immediately dies. Well, you're the last human in my tower. You're... A pitiful ghost who's lost his way. A wreck of a man once called the Archmage. Margarita? What did you do to her? A child's neck She wasted away. Perfect for these bony hands to squeeze the life out of. Thank you for talking over that. I had to do a Jimmy Buffett reference. Your best friend at the Magical Academy is named Margarita Surprise. Margarita Surprise. Mm. She gets <laughs> caught in the rain. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and, and your, the, the head instructor is Gamaldor. <laughs> not going to... The Costco off-brand version of Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> There's obviously a lot going on under the surface of this academy, so you spend the first five days just kind of learning the ropes of uh, magical wizard duels mm. and like it's it's a it's a side scrolling rts uh so like where you'd have something like starcraft which is uh across a big open map this is like in a tower with a bunch of staircases so you have to move your units around that and the enemy has to do the same the staircases are obviously choke points that are easier to defend um but then the storyline, so once you get past those uh, five days it resets and you wake up to where you were originally uh, waking up in bed on the night before you start your classes and I think the conversation there, that that happens there kind of illustrates the change in the character as you go day by day, starting with Did you forget what the professor said? You wouldn't survive long out there. You see Sometimes the ghost of a scary witch stalks these halls. Scary witch, got it. Your, your house elf is trying to warn you. Mm-hmm. Let's fast forward a couple days, or a couple uh, time cycles, I guess. I bet you forgot what the professor said, too. The ghost of a scary witch walks around these halls at night, right? Oh, you knew? Who told you? To the next time cycle. Where are you running off to? Did you forget what the professor said? Of course not. 
I'm looking for the ghost of Luge, the witch. W what? Are you serious? Uh, I don't care what happens. And the final time cycle. Where are you running off to? Did you forget what the professor said? Uh, hey, it's Luge! But it kind of accompanies the progression of your character that in those five days, every time you repeat them, you're learning new things and becoming more of a badass mm. to the point where, like, by the time you're on the fifth cycle, people are like, oh, a naive young student, who are you? And you're like, I'm a fucking monster from beyond hell. I'm mm. going to fuck you the fuck up. Mm. <laughs> going from, like, cowering from the idea of a witch, witch's ghost in the hallway to, like, just walking right out to confront her and start talking okay. to her. And, and yeah, and it, uh, there's a, uh, a demon named Advocat who's actually Mephistopheles, and uh, he seems to be taking an interest in what's going on, sort of finds it funny. He's the one at the beginning who, who says, like, think carefully about what to do. And uh, he's also the, the only one, even though he resets just like everybody else, uh, he has an idea of what's happening. If Lilith Blonde had jumped through time... She had to use the Philosopher's Stone. What? Do not mention that stone, Advocate. Hey, wait a minute. Is this a Harry Potter game? <laughs> it's know. very In England clearly only. influenced by Harry it's Potter. It's the Sorcerer's Stone here. Uh, I mean, they combined yeah, Michael Gambon's name with Dumbledore. Mm. Dumbledore. <laughs> yes. Gumbledore? Gumbledore. Yeah. It is just uh, a, a really interesting approach to the, the whole time loop conundrum where you think you know who the bad guy is after the first cycle, so you devote all your energies to, like, I'm going to stop this bad guy from appearing, and then you find out, like, oh, no, he was actually under the control of another bad guy who I just released with my meddling. So now, and it, it takes five chapters, five loops to figure out, like, who's really behind this? How do I stop them? Uh, how do I not tip my hand early and ruin everything? Uh, so it just just the story alone is really fascinating. Like this would this makes uh, a really interesting visual novel actually. If so you it's just like look Harry it up Potter, where you think Snape is the bad guy, <laughs> kind of. But imagine there's like several layers of Snape. So many of them. Yes, so many Potter. Snapes. R.I.P. Alan Rickman. Put the stopper in me. You will never stop us all, <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter. Uh, I just remember this being part. Was this like the vanilla where? PS2 dump like right in the last days mm. of the PS2 when no one was paying attention they dumped these amazing games yeah, like find Grim, it, Grimoire, uh, Odin Sphere, so far only Odin Sphere's come back and, well I think this made it to PS3 somehow, some way, maybe just through no, I think no? it's still no, they uh, made PS2. that other game that was pretty Dragon, popular Dragon's Crown? More yeah, awesome. no, Dragon's Crown oh, no. is the most popular Vanillaware game I know that mm. Odin Sphere had a Pretty big re-release on PS. It was on Vita and mm -hmm. PS3. The the Dragon's mm -hmm. Crown game and yeah. that, that got some popularity. And then they re-released Odin Sphere mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. PS3, right? On PS4, yeah, had yeah. like some. It's on PS4. Yeah, 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 yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah but it, and it's great. It's like born to be portable. Like it, it should have flourished. It, like a launch game on Vita, everybody'd be talking about this. Oh yeah, they. Uh, I played Muramasa's Blade mm -hmm. on Vita, mm -hmm. and that was awesome. Yeah. Oh, was it Muramasa's Blade? Yeah, Mur mm -hmm. Muramasa. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So but, yeah. It was on the Wii Mermos and then on the Demon Blade. The Demon Blade, Blade. Yeah. Demon Blade sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this, you kind of need a big screen with this because, huh. again, it is uh, an RTS. You do need to have a wide view of as many units as possible. Units. Uh, even if you're just, ah. like... And, and, it, and it's, it's so beautifully animated, too. I'm just mm. thinking of, like, like, the summoning circles you have to build that have, like, these little holographic projections of, like, you have a fairy circle that you use to summon elves and fa fairy archers, and mm -hmm. uh, it's got, like, these... 
little silhouettes of gnomes that just like dance back and forth holding hands and like everything's super detailed and like even you know even a, a 480 game running on an emulator looks amazing <laughs> so um yeah I'd, I'd recommend checking it out but uh not as but much you're as, not allowed not as much as i'd recommend this number two this one I know. yeah you know yeah. this one everybody knows this yes Who wants to say what it is? Those tricks of whip. No. <laughs> Why did Nathan just throw his hands in the air? Because uh, it was one that he suggested. Yes, because it's fucking awesome. Mm. I uh, I always felt like this game deserved more attention than it got, and that it deserved to find an audience somewhere. I know it's on iOS and whatnot. Ghost trip. Yes, okay. Ghost Trick. Oh, Ghost Trick! I love yeah, that game. Just, yeah, it's great. <laughs> He's no, guessed wrong. It was like going with your no, conversation. No, no, I know. I was making it as a joke, but I remember oh. Ghost Trick was uh, to you know bring up memories of Talk Radar. Mm-hmm. Was one of the games it, on, on Konami are the two games that Talk Radar has always been pushing. Like, no guys, mm-hmm. please check these games out. And Ghost Trick, yeah, I tried to play it on iOS, but it's unplayable now for some reason. Well, I think mm-hmm. they didn't update it for the new yeah. Yeah, iOS. Well, no, no, well, no, 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 not not this iOS. Literally two iOS. Yeah, it's one of those games that got fucked by yeah. iOS updates mm-hmm. and they just didn't They, they didn't really it. update it for the first iOS mm-hmm. they ported it to because it still mm-hmm. had the DS graphics. Yeah. 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 But, well, I think that was a stylistic choice. Yeah? Yeah, the game could have looked different but it looks the yeah. way... It, it looks like another world or out of this world. I guess. Yeah, I, like, I just think it looked kind of low res on iOS. They could have... It's like pixely. Improved that a little bit. It seemed intentional. Does anyone remember what the pre-order bonus was for this no. game? No. It was... Phoenix Wright, the first Phoenix Wright. If you pre-ordered this from Whoa. Capcom, they sent you a boxed cart oh, wow. copy of the first Phoenix Wright, Holy and that's how I wasn't that rare by that point. They did it re-release was? it at one point. They yeah, did a second batch. Mm-hmm. After that was the they reprint. Phoenix Wright was actually popular. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. the it was how they like announced the second printing of Phoenix Wright. I think mm-hmm. is that's how I got it. I, I pre-ordered mm-hmm. Ghost Trick, and I was playing Phoenix Wright, and I had it on the bus, and it was when I would carry like three. GBA cards of me, and I lost my card on the bus. Oh, so I man. never finished the first Phoenix mm-hmm. Ride. It's one of the things I'm like, I bought um, Ghost Trick on iOS based on the uh, old Chuck Radars. Mm-hmm. But, and then I'm like, oh, I can't play it. So I tried it on DS, and then it's on Amazon. It's like 30 bucks. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's too much. That's how much <laughs> I paid for it twice at a Best Buy I had to drive to to try and find it because yeah. it was already getting pretty rare. I finally sold my copy when so I moved yeah, out I here. So yeah, I recommend getting an R4 for this. <laughs> mm. I don't know what that is. <laughs> and I recommend what Michael doesn't know. <laughs> or an old iPod mm-hmm. Touch. Uh, I'm in. Uh, hey, guys, I, I, I'm collateral damage for mm-hmm. this kind of stuff, so don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, so Ghost Trick, much like Sexy Brutal, is mm-hmm. a game where you don't, you don't relive the same day over and over again, but you do relive events trying to prevent murders. Mm-hmm. You get to witness those murders, and then you get to rewind time. And figure out which inanimate objects you're going to possess to uh, create a uh, sort of slapdash Rube Goldberg machine that can prevent whatever horrible thing is about to happen, whether it's a uh, gunshot in a junkyard or a gunshot in an apartment or in the chicken kitchen or uh, Mm -hmm. you need to go through the phone lines for some reason, whatever. Did AIM shut down already? Hmm? Did AIM shut down? Like yes, uh, like my, messenger. Yeah. yeah. Why are you getting messages? <laughs> no, but my, my my icon has been missile from this game for uh, like the last ten years. I still <laughs> want a Pomeranian <laughs> because yeah. of this game. Yeah. More, more, more. Uh, speaking of missile, <laughs> yeah. one of my Twitter mutuals actually named their dog Missile, missile. because of this game. Mm. 
Yeah. I love Missile. Missile, I actually th- re- thought about that as a name for Steve after the fact. Like, oh, that would have been good. <laughs> Missile's a great dog name. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It absolutely is. And it's it's a name that's shared uh, with a, a Sheba in... Um, Ace Attorney. Ace Attorney, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, Missile, Missile was such an interesting character because he's like this dopey-looking little Pomeranian. <laughs> and like in, I think in any other game, a dog like that would just be treated as like... Hey, it's funny if this dog gets run over. Mm-hmm. But uh, in this, like, he Lots he's still save. a dog. He has this very courageous heart. He wants to protect his mistress. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he dies, it's like the saddest thing. And then you, like, you mm-hmm. save him. But he's, like, when you, I think when you save people from dying, like, they have some awareness of the ghost world afterward. Mm-hmm. And so... A lot of conversations with Missile. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you have a lot of conversations <laughs> with Missile. Uh, he's a very good dog. But yeah, the mm-hmm. plot of this game is very interesting. Like I, when I finished the game, I'm like, I I did not think a game about po- uh, a paranormal paranormal murder solving mm-hmm. is like would shake me to the core. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's it's amazing. I remember our friend Carolyn Goodmanson saying mm-hmm. she cried at the ending, and mm-hmm. like yes, the ending was extremely moving. I don't. I, was, I, don't I still have not I achieved yet. I, no. no, I, I keep won't spoil it for you. Hmm? But you, you should do it. No, no. Should. I, I lost it for a long time, and I, mm. I found it again. Well, now's your chance. Step yeah, back in. throw that shit on my one DS. What? Yeah. Which one was that? <laughs> yeah. The the uh, one that's DS. it's just a single DS? screen with like a single pixel that you poke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It still folds in half for some reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. considering that we're getting a The World Ends With You remastering it's on Switch, insane. who knows? Maybe Capcom will be like, well, we're sitting on this thing. It's mm. got a cult following. Maybe we can they don't put like it out on a platform where people are desperate for content. That you know? is actually surprising, like, seeing like The World Ends With You on Switch. I thought, like, oh, that means we're going to get a lot of DS remakes on Switch, right? Nope. I'm okay with this. Ghost Trick, one of our all-time mm-hmm. favorites, but we can't really ignore the majesty that is... You all know what this is. Oh, dude. Mario 64, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's actually Day- Mario Kart 64. <laughs> Daybreak, the video game. Yeah. <laughs> That's for like two people out there. <laughs> this is Majora's Mask, mm-hmm. home of one of the creepiest bosses I've ever seen, which is basically like a Zuni fetish doll uh, times 100. I guess that's more a reference for people who grew up in the 1970s who aren't even me. <laughs> yeah, what well, is that? I, I've never finished this game, but I played it. I've started a I billion never have times. Either. It yeah, is me too. horrifying. Mm. It is like the most nightmarish game of all time. <laughs> it seems like a ROM hack because it is, mm-hmm. but officially. Yeah, put this game out in a year. Oh, okay. It's, it's an official creepypasta before that was the and thing. It's, yes. But it's terrifying. Every, the music is so unnerving, the characters are so jarring. A giant grimacing moon <laughs> looking at you the entire time. That moon did scare me as a kid. Totally, like, watching it's people play scary. this game it it's, terrified me. It's my second favorite Zelda. It's like I, I prefer Zelda to uh, small and contained. Really? And, yeah, I mean, my favorite Zelda is A Link Between Worlds because mm-hmm. that knew what it wanted to do, and George's uh, Mask also knew what he wanted to do. It's like small and contained, and it had a singular objective, and you're like, just go to that objective and just solve it. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, solve. 
one objective uh, per three day cycle, roughly, because that's that's about enough time to like do a major dungeon. I think you just solve the crisis of each and every world, mm-hmm. and then you get the mask of each of and every world. That's what I gained from it, from where I played. But yeah, no, I loved how Majora's Mask inspired a lot of memes. Like whenever some big deadline or big event happens, like twenty four hours before uh, mm-hmm. something, and it's uh, uh, yeah, I, I really like Majora's Mask. Yeah, that creepy ass moon mm-hmm. staring down at you. Uh, yeah, and I, it always kind of troubled me. Like when I started playing this, when mm-hmm. it was relatively new, and so got play when I got a new 3ds, got through a few of the cycles. Mm-hmm. And so, do you guys think does Link just like solve the problem, get the prize, and reset time, and then the problem happens again without him, or is are there like multiple Links running through this world, solving all the problems simultaneously Ooh. by the time you get mm. to the end? So, like real time travel theory horseshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and are we all saying this is no one here has finished it? Oh, no. No, yeah. I, I did. Okay. Yeah. Well, what? Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't really explain. It just, in the end, it's like, oh, Link saves the day. That's about yeah. it. I mean, worst case scenario, you just think like, well, Link uh, just stopping the planet from destruction mm-hmm. is more important than solving all these petty bullshit problems that mm-hmm. are going on. Who really cares like a if guy the Deku princess is, is kidnapped? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, it honestly, is, like uh, any other developer would be like, yeah, you have to solve each and every world's problem mm-hmm. every single time the cycle happens again. But I'm glad that the solution is like, I only played the 3DS version, so I don't know what happened with the N64 version. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm glad I don't have to solve every single time. Like, oh yeah, I have to go through this and this and this again. Mm-hmm. And no, no, it's just like, oh, just go through another world. Yeah. And and I unlike the rest of these games, like you're not doomed to have to go through the same uh three day cycle repeatedly, live it no. to its end and witness your, your terrible fate over and over again. You can use the Ocarina of Time to just reset you back to day one anytime you want. Song I, time. I just remember. I, I, I know the most overrated game of all time. Being uh, <laughs> a, a bullshit that because I oh, oh fuck I'm a, the world's about to end. I have to go deposit my rupees in a bank mm. so that I can then reset time and they'll <laughs> somehow be there. Yep. three days earlier. When I was in high school, the clock town economy was a uh, big point of uh, conversation for my friends and me. We had a lot of conversation about where does the money go? Where do they think it comes from? Do they have yeah. a problem with it? Does it affect the economy? I am worried about the clock town economy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm reminded of ancient words of wisdom. If you're wondering how he eats or breathes or other science facts, <laughs> just repeat to yourself, it's just a show. I should really just relax. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't understand that, that It reminds reference. me from another quote. I, I don't understand any scientific mathematical stuff, but at least I know <laughs> how to tie my shoes. That's from mm-hmm. Dexter's lab. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Are you plugging an upcoming Talking Simpsons episode? Maybe? I don't know what you're talking, talking about, Dexter. Chris. <laughs> talking Dexter. <laughs> I just realized this game invented cryptocurrency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How's that? How dare joke? you question me on this? <laughs> well, just because people don't understand it and don't know where it goes or Look, where it comes from? You don't have to poke a single hole in my bad joke. Okay, I'm, my I'm not. I'm just asking you to explain it because it's funnier that I way. Don't want to. But I mean, you can poke all the holes you want in me, baby. Wait, hang on a second. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Blockchain chomps. Nice. Right. I'll, I solved it. it. Yay. <laughs> and uh, parting words from Skull Kid.
They say parting words. I meant a parting laugh because he laughs at you because you fell down. Mm. Uh, by the way, does anybody know who uh, the character is that Link left on a journey to find at the beginning of Majora's Mask? His horse, I think. Um, He's riding his horse at the beginning. Oh, okay. But the horse never comes back. Tangle. Oh. It should have been Tingle. Apparently the official line, even though this is never said in the game, is that it's Navi, which oh. boggles my mind. Wow, really? Wait, yeah. I thought, Why would anyone wait, want to find her? I think her? Skull Kid has two of the fairies, I think, right? He's, he's got two Tattle other fairies. That, is, uh, is that Tattle and Tail? I guess. Yeah. The, the two that appear at the beginning that immediately fuck with Link and knock him off his horse. Yeah. Anyway, sorry to ruin your joke, Michael. <laughs> He's like, I don't know how to listen anymore. Someone needs to tell me. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, there, there are obviously other games that could have fit this, um, this conceit. I, one that I, I did want to talk about briefly that it doesn't really fit the, the storyline conceit, but you and I were talking about it, Chris. Uh, might be the purest expression of the Groundhog Day idea, which mm-hmm. is Dead Rising. I've covered wars, you know. Mm-hmm. That's really all you need to know, because it, 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 in the idea, if the idea of Groundhog Day is that uh, Phil has to improve himself as a person yeah. until he can solve everyone's problems or at least uh, create enough good karma to move on past the cycle that he's trapped it in. It requires you to master a short period of time. You mm-hmm. can't keep playing yeah. Dead Rising. I mean, you can keep playing it over and over. Over and over again. You have to restart it and become better at those days. Yeah, and the idea is that eventually you will become so fast and powerful and Mm -hmm. knowledgeable that you will be able to experience everything Mm -hmm. in the space of those days and uh, save everyone. So even though it doesn't affect the storyline or the plot, I mean, uh, Frank West is not canonically time-traveling with any foreknowledge of what's going to happen, it still kind of fits the premise. But Michael, isn't the definition of insanity to repeat the same day over and over again, expecting the shit You're to change? Right. Well, video games are the definition of insanity. So, I mean, I was referencing a Ubisoft game, so uh, Far Cry 3. I, I think that quote pre, predates Far Cry 3. Yes. <laughs> Far Cry 3 made it famous. Hey, man, Vas is my yeah. my spirit animal. Michael Mando mm-hmm. is a fantastic actor. Watch him in... Uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes, thank you, yes, Michael. Yes. Yes, thank you. He's great. All right, on that note, we're going to take a little break. Uh, When we come back, we'll talk about some uh, news, do the community stuff, so stay tuned. Get scratching. This episode of Video Game Apocalypse is also brought to you by Geek Fuel, and you can go get yourself a box of geekly goods with a free Star Wars item worth $20 just by going to geekfuel.com slash laser time. What is Geek Fuel? Well, for me, I call it my monthly birthday present that I give myself. A mystery box containing six to eight items shows up at my door, and it's guaranteed to hold a $50 value. What's inside? Well, you never quite know. Pop figures, pint glasses, posters, an exclusive t-shirt, all themed after our favorite stuff. Mario, Nintendo, Fallout, Batman, The Walking Dead, Marvel, 
and so very, very much more. And you can get one sent to yourself or someone else as a gift starting at just $14 plus shipping and handling. Oh, and you want to get that free Star Wars item just for trying it out? I don't know if they're all the same, but I really liked what I got. If you like comics, it was pretty damn cool. Anyway, get your free Star Wars item and try out Geek Fuel at geekfuel.com slash laser time. Is the world of today getting you down? Well, then why not check in on some of the good stuff that happened this week in movies, TV, games, and more 30, 20, and 10 years ago this very week with our show 30, 20, 10. Here's a clip from 1987. So this one looking up uh, what Scooby-Doo in the ghoul school is, <laughs> is it's uh, Scooby-Doo ends up at Hogwarts slash uh, Hotel Transylvania. So someone put this up as like the trailer. And it's like, this is clearly the end of the film <laughs> because they're talking about the outcomes for all the characters. <laughs> and it's in the form of a fucking rap by fucking Scrappy-Doo. <laughs> so with a condense, it was a snap to escape Revolta's trap. Now let's get loose and dance and clap <laughs> while I lay on my Scrappy rap. Over there is Daddy Drack, who's glad to have his daughter back. And all the guys from Callaway are here to dance the night away. <laughs> Man, the science is too tight. And <laughs> Jump into the past with 302010 every Thursday on lasertimepodcast.com or iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And welcome back to our illustrious second segment where we will totally break format and immediately go into... Amusiousness. I wasn't ready for that. Oh, wait. Should we do your thing first? Nope. This is fine. Make them wait for game deals. I don't care if you follow Warrior 64 or not. Wait, if we talk to the theme, shouldn't we repeat it? No, no, no. Game record happened? holders are liars, no, you no. guys. No, no, Aziz is right. We need to, we need uh, to observe uh, this. Oh, no. <laughs> No, I'm not I can't. Serious. No, okay. That <laughs> happened the last time I was here, and it was fucking brutal. <laughs> yeah. What are we uh, doing? Funny. News. Okay. Uh, I love talking about that. People are people are talking about Microsoft buying EA. Yeah, there's there are rumors that Microsoft is going to buy EA. That's not happening. It's I don't know. I mean, no. I mean, it's, EA I and know. Valve is the rumor. Whoa! It's, it's it's the rumor that when someone amasses that much capital that they should acquire somebody. Mm-hmm. And somebody... Microsoft should acquire somebody. Yeah, and the candidates are, are EA, Valve, and the PUBG Corp. <laughs> Two of those are not the fucking same! Like, of course they will acquire PUBG Corp and, and take that license the same way they took Minecraft. Why wouldn't they? I don't think um, they have the money to buy Valve, quite frankly. I, do, I don't think they have the money to buy Valve and, like, the money to buy EA... Everything EA does is licensed. FIFA, Madden, NFL, mm-hmm. Star Wars, that's supposed to go to everybody. Why would you buy that as a first-party provider in order to lock those? D- those don't work as console exclusives, period. Well, I mean... They don't. Uh, well, I mean, that doesn't really stop Microsoft from buying something. I mean, they bought Minecraft and it's a real... And it's, and it's on every other console. So it doesn't matter. But I think the reason why people are saying Microsoft is buying EA is because what EA did is buying a lot of... Ubisoft stock mm-hmm. and um, trying to have a hostile takeover and people saying I oh my uh, mm-hmm. um, but I mean that, whatever I, I'm not a business guy I'm just a guy who does machines <laughs> like Donatello like Donatello <laughs> the best but, turtle yeah uh, no fuck off Matt <laughs> what the fuck no Donatello's the best best turtle. is Ralph Fuck off. And Ralph, Ralph, yes. It's Ralph. Cheers. In, in the movie. Uh, every other, in any other place, no. 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 Ralph is always the best because he's no. the asshole. 
Damn! No, because damn! No, because damn! I birthday boy sketch where they do that. The color he dons is red. But anyways, what I'm saying is that uh, because EA bought a lot of Ubisoft stock, and people thought it was gonna be a hostile takeover, but that didn't happen. So we were saying, oh, Microsoft it's, bought a lot of EA stock, so that's gonna be no. It's just it, it happens. That just happens in capitalism. Just super fun to talk about. Remember that Microsoft's outside of PUBG, their only exclusive deal is with UA, uh, EA. The EA access is exclusive on. Microsoft platforms. Yeah, I'm so surprised that's still an exclusive. They run Sony would. They run Madden and FIFA Bumble bundles, bumbles, and uh, I'm drinking <laughs> wine no, now. No, no, to the buck, to the buck, you, buck, you mean Tinder? <laughs> um, yes, buck to the bumble. Um, look me up on Bumble. I'll be there soon. And, um, well, I, and like, <laughs> don't laugh too hard. Um, I'm glad you have a sense of humor about uh, it. <laughs> I'm not sure what anybody's laughing at. None of this is funny. I don't get this. I'm holding a Rick and Morty figure trying to make a How serious dare point. You? you do that so much. You're like, serious point. You make a joke and you're like, you should not be laughing no. at the joke I just no. made. And then when we don't you laugh, don't. you're like, why aren't you laughing why at the joke laughing? I just made? I, I'm never happy. Um, <laughs> That's true. Also, <laughs> like, true. exactly like Dan Harmon. Um, <laughs> yeah, except without the money or the pedigree. Anyway. Uh, the it'll happen. The, they, hey, got that. Oh, got that in space. Um, None of this is staying in. Yeah. Oh wait, no, cut, cut this out, Michael. Oh, now it's now staying in. Now leave it in. Yeah. All right. Now yeah, we'll see. But I, I just love talking. I think it's fun to talk about because Microsoft needs somebody like EA to bolster its catalog. Bad. It feels more like a consolidation of power as opposed to like a buyout. I feel totally. like they're both in a weird precarious state. Yeah. yeah they both kind of need what the other can provide. My immediate reaction, I'm surprised none of you are saying this, is like mm-hmm. that would consolidate three of the biggest online storefronts for games on PC. Like mm-hmm. Microsoft Store, Steam, and Origin. <laughs> and it would it would make games like Madden but, uniquely but American. I still think Valve would still be independent. I don't think nobody was going to buy Valve. Valve is not. Yeah. Valve's privately owned, so like it's up to like three people at the company whether they get bought or sold. Yeah. Whereas you could take over EA if if you had enough clout. I mean, could you though? It's EA. I don't think so. EA. I mean, I think Microsoft, a company like Microsoft, could. But what is it in their best interest? I mean, Madden I... and FIFA aren't products that are good or. Work. Hey, hey, wait a minute! No, no, don't say that. People like them. No, No, no. that that don't work if they're a console exclusive. That's not that. But Microsoft doesn't. It doesn't matter whether Microsoft. You have proof that if Microsoft buys an IP, it would not make it exclusive. That's not a guarantee because, quite frankly, it's uh, the details of the contract with Mojang. Uh, gave them more power over what they do with their content and you than think I think. Yang is more powerful than fucking FIFA. Uh, I actually I do think that. <laughs> I think, no, no, no FIFA. I think money wise, I think that if FIFA. they have. FIFA, look, look, I love mm, you, Nathan. FIFA, FIFA, even games. I'm sorry, like I'm. T- I would love to know an, the numbers. Like, look, fuck all of you American assholes. <laughs> I even though I'm American, Jesus Christ. I'm American. I am 100 American. I was born in the U.S. We but deserve fuck it. Fuck. All of you guys. FIFA is the biggest thing to ever exist on this place of this planet. I I would love to look at the Qatar. Qatar fucked over FIFA. And that's how fucking... That's how you have to be rich. That's how rich you have to be (laughs) to fuck over FIFA of all places. And that's why Qatar is getting fucked over. Because they fucked with FIFA. Oh, because of Bioware. (laughs) No, this is Set Blatter's revenge. Ah, dick shits. Old dick shits. Um, Set Blatter. But anyways, in in the end... Whatever happens is that Microsoft is not buying E. I think Microsoft just wants to buy, just went and just bought some stock. I, in EA. It's just a and people say, "Oh, it's, it's a fun rumor." EA. And it just in 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 light of what's been happening with a bunch of big companies consolidating themselves into much larger companies, 
it's it, we Disney can see it happening, box. but it just doesn't. Yeah, that kind of stuff where it doesn't make sense to buy out your competition because they're not your fucking competition. Uh, you don't. You can't handle this much stuff. It's one company. Uh, but uh, I, I, I do think Microsoft should do a giant buyout of somebody, and it should be PUBG. Yeah, it should be PUBG. Assuming they even want to continue to exist in this space the way they are, and I that's just, what we I speculated last know. week. Like if that, that it, does, it didn't seem like they're they like, don't seem very interested in continuing. They seem disinterested, disin, disinterested, and too nice. <laughs> like you buy a game on Xbox, you get it free on PC forever. Like, hmm. like who does that? Microsoft. Who Microsoft, just Microsoft. To a certain degree, Sony. With uh, You buy a game on PS4, sometimes you'll get it on PS3 and Vita. Uh, nope. Uh, nope. That happened with Octodad. I, uh, got, I bought so many PS4 games, and I had to buy them again on mm-hmm. PS Vita. Huh. Yeah. That I is, mean, it works for specific games. First part, Most first-party stuff. No, it happened cross-part. in, uh, what's-his-face, uh, Bit Trip Runner. And that's the only yeah. game that happened it's to just le- It used to happen a lot more than it happens now. It's less and less as time goes on. I shouldn't have brought it up. It's right. not happening... Because it doesn't make business sense. Fake news. <laughs> it doesn't make, but that's that's the interesting thing about EA is that like all those licenses are the biggest licenses in the world. They don't make sense going console exclusive. They hmm. just don't. And no one's going to buy a game for four hundred dollars. And that's what you would do if you locked it down. To you don't a first think party Madden exclusive. would or FIFA would sell consoles? You don't think that'd be good to what have? About, no. What about Train Simulator? Doesn't no. that like have like three thousand dollars worth of DLC <laughs> you can buy? <laughs> I mean, that's for a very specific set of weird. I would say sub serial killer people. <laughs> sub just I believe we call them grunyards yes. in industry slang. I mean, look, <laughs> Europeans buy FIFA, and the mm. only console that Europeans buy is mm. PS PlayStation. And no, true story that my like all my family, all of my cousins, everybody said like I'm I come from Saudi Arabia, the Middle East, and the only console they ever buy is PlayStation. Yeah, I was the only idiot who was like, I like Xbox, and I no, got I, Xbox it, One. I I want to see Xbox get its foothold back and have a really good competition time. That'd be really great because we all benefit. Everybody. Yeah, no, it but, benefits everybody in North America. I'm not joking. The but only I think ta- it's, the only time Microsoft no. would ever be no, you're a comp- right. No, I mean the competition in general benefits everybody. No, but you're right. Like Microsoft never had a foothold. The way they had here right. in the UK and Japan, it just didn't happen. It'll I don't probably never happen in Japan. Quite I don't. <laughs> I don't look. I love the 360. It's. I know everybody's gonna like. I had a pissing competition with it with my friends. I thought it was the best console over PS2. Fuck everybody who says PS2 is the best console. No, PS2 is way better than 360. Fuck the PS2. <laughs> Fuck the PS2. It's full of JRPGs that nobody plays anymore. But anyway, the thing is though is that Microsoft will never have the same success that it, that it had with the 360. And that's it. Unless with a big game change. Not even a big game Mm -hmm. change. It's just that I think because the 360 came out way ahead of Sony Mm -hmm. in Europe. And Europe is like, well, we have Gears of War now. We have Call of Duty. So let's just play it nowadays. And then the 360 just lost its foothold in Europe Mm -hmm. in the middle of the the seventh generation, I think Mm -hmm. it's called. And then the Xbox One came out and it was way more expensive than it was in the PS4. And they're like, well, that's it. Microsoft will never... Unless Microsoft uh, holds a console release... A year ahead of Sony, again, it'll never mm. happen. Maybe. I don't think that they're interested in it, quite frankly. I just think every move they've made lately it has indicated like that they're waffling about whether yeah. or not to continue to exist in this space versus just but using it, the Xbox. And that's the only when the acquisition yeah. of EA makes sense because that's what success. And they are a successful company. Right. Is you acquire a bigger company and like remember like they're Apple's going to buy Disney and like why okay. and like because Apple has two billion dollars in what do you call that like. Burning a hole in their pocket. Yeah, like like mm. like revenue they're liquid not using cash. liquid cash. They like why wouldn't they? They can afford to do it, and I think Microsoft should do that. They can't be just an operating system surface machine. 
So I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, they've got that business, the business class market mm-hmm. locked down. It's just a question of what do they think is worth their time and energy. It does seem, you don't see Cisco trying to break into fucking video games. <laughs> right. like, I think what? they realize. I, that... I saw him on the stage at E3. All right, not days. that. No, not him. Oh, you, oh, you mean the Cisco with the panty song? Yeah, yes. I love him. Yeah, the panty, the famous panty song. What the fuck? Is that what ever. they translated it to? The famous panty song. Panty, those panties. Let me see your petticoat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't miss. I stepped on the joke. Uh, I stepped on my joke twice. Let me see your panties flow. Try to do it again. It, it, uh, it translates into Arabic called <laughs> And we've all been arrested. Allahu <laughs> <laughs> Akbar. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. So the longest standing video game record declared uh, impossible. This, was, out this is hilarious. 35 years. Uh, a guy. You cannot get 5.51 seconds in Dragster. 5.57 is the best you can do. Yes, Dragster. But that's, that's the thing. Like, this guy held records in unplayable Activision games from the eight from yeah. the four Pre- bit era. Yeah, when yeah, they were new. This is a 2600 from when game. they were new. In, oh, like, so because he was the only one who was playing them? It's not that he was the only one who's playing, but no one like. Why would I chant? Who gives a shit? He said. Yeah. Who, who cares? He what- Polaroid to Activision. <laughs> yeah. Activision confirmed it, and it went into Twin Galaxies, and he's held the, the Guinness World Record since then. And like records have been broken years. over and over again, but his has never been broken, and it has been deemed impossible. Yeah, <laughs> only like it's not that there were people like trying to break his record. It's like. This game is so fucking basic. I can make a program to win at it in one second. Yeah, and this guy's score is a lie. Like we mm-hmm. can even with the best inputs in the universe, because there's one input. Mm-hmm. It's an Atari game. Uh, you can't get this guy's record. And they, they they talk about Dragster. There was I watched a 17 minute YouTube video about how much of a fraud he is. Yeah, because he's done this. I've got the video for a here. billion games, and his his scores are always. This is the most pathetic thing I've ever seen since since King of Kong which I love <laughs> that I you could love. not make a documentary about this it would be not interesting it is so <laughs> pathetic that this guy like he picked every bad Atari game Activision game that no one has touched in 40 years and decided to be the record holder in it and, and did you see how in that video that the record the guy who like uh, verifies the records may have gone to cha- jail for pedophilia. Um, oh. So this source is a Wait, bit tainted. The guy, is, the guy with the ref shirt, not that, was, that guy. Okay. Oh, that's, like, that's like me being the record holder of the being the large, like what's it called, the it's called the most famous masturbator in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> nobody would be uh, like nobody would be proud of <laughs> that. He could be executed for that. You, Jesus. Yeah. No, I, hey, look for the pearly geyser. That's in like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> Uh, I, the shape of the Burj Khalifa. Sorry, wrong country. I know. Uh, oh, you're the first person who would know that. Yeah, I've never heard that. So I'm glad. Dude, even Fast and Furious went to the wrong city. They're like, Abu Dhabi, that's Dubai, right? Sure. Uh, the Wiz sure, Khalifa? More like Lawrence of Malabia. I like that your Vin went real Stallone there. Went, it, it, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> What is this show? Uh, I, I do a Sex in the City two reference a thon. I, um. I do want to say since uh, King of Kong came up, the best way to watch King of Kong is to watch Chasing Ghosts and then watch King of Kong as a double do feature. Both. Do both because Chasing Ghosts is about all the people except Steve Weeby. It's all yeah. the people that so you get to know all these people really and, well. And there's and another then this guy one, comes and, in and that's and what's up when their you, world. When you dig into this scandal, it's just like 
I mean, that fucking dweeb who said Donkey Kong kills Kree tum- coming up is the CEO of the company in question right now. <laughs> and a pedophile? Like, all, like nah, not him. Not, Chris but, says everyone in Twin Galaxies is a pedophile. Whatever you're thinking, Billy Mitchell is the pedophile. How about that? I'll is say Billy that Mitchell a pedophile? No. No, uh, not at all. He's a hot sauce mix. No, yeah. but fuck him. And he sucks. And he's like the world's greatest supervillain. And I don't mind anybody thinking that. I mean, that. it's yeah. like doing both mm. genders. That's no, the only way you'd appreciate sex. Because what? because all this is so fucking pathetic. <laughs> it, it's so pathetic. Mm-hmm. These old 50-year-old men maintaining <laughs> scores on these unplayable horseshit games. What else do they have going on? I know. Lives? But if you look at I, I worked at a retro game store at one point. There are a lot of <laughs> games Mitchells out there. No, no, no. Unfortunately, <laughs> it, 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 it attracted a whole other echelon of loser. You look at this guy's... Oh, so GameStop. <laughs> his other records includes... That. He has an 18 million high score in... Donkey Kong for Atari, Atari Kong. <laughs> for the, the, the one that Kong. nobody plays, and then the closest someone got was in twenty million of his score, and it's never been challenged. Like this score is impossible, and like <laughs> and we didn't know it until like we bothered to look at it because nobody gives. How a is shit. your screen coming up in twenty six hundred Donkey Kong? <laughs> when you reach it, your console just like wobbles off the shelf and like climbs into a custom van. And of course it does. That's what you get. You're playing Pac Man with a monkey. Yeah. I think someone should keep an eye on this guy because I think his kill screen's coming up real soon. <laughs> what What is he doing to forge these things? He is- forged. He forged most of them years ago. And I think they just came out and said, like, no, this guy forges shit all the time, and you don't even see it, so he's I banned mean, forever. A seven turns into a one so easily. <laughs> they had to get <laughs> the, the developer of Dragster to confirm, like, yeah, that's... Oh, uh, to what? <laughs> I, that's what fascinates me. Like, <laughs> he's like, I Dude, made a game? <laughs> he, he's like, I made this, and I think this is pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally dead. And oh, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> ghost. <laughs> yeah, they had to have a seance, so someone's going to be like, is this possible? And he's like, no, that's bullshit. He's Fuck like, that I, I came back strictly to tell you that you need to get a fucking life. <laughs> yeah. So I made ET as a joke. I was told this guys. conversation was about pills. So, like, anyways, <laughs> in other news. No. No, uh, well, is, other news? Is this you steering the show? Is it? I don't know. I yeah, guess Battlefront Two. Battlefront Two didn't hit targets. <laughs> Did you guys hear oh, about this? Ten you know, million. I blame it us. Got million. Oh no. Mm. We we it's it's the VGA negative bump. We had Walt Williams on the mm. show, and <laughs> the game didn't do as well as yeah, expected. Yeah, it hit nine million instead of ten million. Uh, they blame the loot box shit. So do we. I think. I mean, yeah, uh, I wanted to interject saying that Walt Williams being on the VGA is awesome. Yeah, he was I, I love fantastic. Yeah. And yeah. uh, I just the story s- in the game is amazing. I yes. just, just want to say, Chris, thank you for telling me to play. Uh, what's his face? Battlefront. Yep. Yeah. No, no, not fucking Battlefront. Fuck Battlefront. Oh, the Dubai game. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Spec, Ops fucking, oh, uh, Spec Ops. Spec Ops. Spec Ops. The line. Spec Ops. Yeah. The line. Mm-hmm. Spec Ops. The line is you amazing. You told me to play that in 2011, and I played that, and that was one of my. It's really good. Best games. It's a, the- it's a beautiful game that hates you. Yeah. The entire time. Mm-hmm. Oh no! I, well, I mean, everything hates me. So. Well, it's a AAA <laughs> game that that is allowed to hate you and like yeah. force your head. It's a game that tells you to turn it off. Yeah, I love games that have loading screens to say. You're not a terrible person. <laughs> I don't, I've or never been told that in a loading. Do you, you feel you like a, a hero person. yet? No, no, no. It says you're gonna be okay, uh, despite what, all the terrible things. Zero significance did. is his book, I think. Or? Uh, well, it's, it's on the shelf there. A significant zero. Significant zero. Sorry. Anthem got delayed. Uh, to, uh, good, 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 good. To good. 2019. Wait, I thought that was coming in 2020. Originally. So. No, no, uh, no. I think they were aiming for this. They year. said 2018. It's going to be 2019 now. Oh, okay. Good, 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 good. And again, like, I hear a bunch of people yelling about that. Like, every game has to be Destiny. I play Destiny, and I know how few people are there. There are more people in Monster Hunter <laughs> than there are in my Destiny yeah. 
It did, and for the wrong reasons, then it deserves all the flack it gets. I'm paying for consumables? But Wasn't that it? was it? a good game that ripped off Monster Hunter that I don't need anymore because I have Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. But no, I think Destiny 2 just pissed off a lot of people because of their, you know, business press. I, from friends that told me that Destiny 2 did mm-hmm. a lot of shitty shit, so... I don't know. Uh, the it, octo- did, it did. The Octopath no, Traveler. We're done talking about that. The Octopath Traveler. <laughs> Thank you. Matt said so. I the Octopath so. Traveler devs. I've been listening to your responses to the demo and mm-hmm. are fixing some things. So, mm-hmm. like, traveling around's easier. Our responses? Yes. Wait, wait so Square Enix released a demo and they're fixing the game that's coming out after that, just like in Final Fantasy XV? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. They're ah, listening to people. Yeah, I, th- I think it's interesting. I, I'm actually genuinely excited for that game. Because yeah, Octopath, you... that's not the name of the game. It's just the code name. Honestly, so. I don't Is care. It? I mm-hmm. love that name. I think it's, I think I, it's a silly name, and yeah. I love it. No, I, 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 I can't who... wait to play Octopus Traveler. <laughs> <laughs> Is it any crazier than, like, Bravely Default? No. Like, yeah. it's no, fine. You know what? Who beyond the Beyond. Bravely Default is an amazing right? name. <laughs> yeah. Bravely Default is an amazing name. Octopath Traveler is an amazing name. I don't give a shit. I love mm. that name so much. Just name that next game. Like, no mm-hmm. name would ever live up to Octopath yeah. Traveler. And everyone play the demo. It seems like it's a, a solid, fun I RPG. don't want people to confuse it with Octodad because they'll misunderstand what all think, JRPGs are. I don't think anyone's that dumb. <laughs> Why, how do you have such are you so sure? little faith in our, are you sure? our listener base? Matt, people, people, yeah. people think that whatever game you play is in, whatever console you play is in Nintendo. So yeah. Ooh. It is on Nintendo. Yeah. It's on the Switch. I would play Octodad Traveler, though. I would Octodad definitely. Traveler. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Deadliest path. Uh, <laughs> PUBG on Xbox mm-hmm. One got a patch. Chris, did you mm-hmm. notice it getting better at all? Yes, actually I did. Yeah, they have prettier mm-hmm. scopes and more dangerous vehicles. Uh, more damage with vehicle bodies. So I guess no, I checked people. this out last week. They de- You could definitely notice a difference. It, it performed better on an Xbox original. Yeah? Yeah, which, which, I don't know. I had a conversation with somebody about, like, the game isn't as embarrassing on Xbox One X, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but like to me, it's still like that's the, what I think most of us love about the game. It's punk rock as fuck. Mm-hmm. It's stripped down. It's not pretty. Uh, it's loud. It's weird. It's new, and it's awesome. And it has none of the bells. It has none of the check boxes you think you need to have on a AAA game. Mm-hmm. It doesn't give a fuck about that. Mm-hmm. Textures, I don't give a shit. Frame rate, who fucking cares? Uh, we do this one thing, and we do it really well. And I think it's super. I, I played. I didn't. Did I say that on, on this show that I played Fortnite, the Fortnite Battle Royale PUBG mm-hmm. ripoff? I think so yeah. And like, it's so much less satisfying. I mean, uh, honestly, I, I, speaking as a film nerd, mm-hmm. like, it's like, who cares about? It's like saying, oh, this it's, movie is great because Mike does not appear on screen. It's <laughs> like, bit. like, who gives a shit? Does this movie change me? Does it's this... it's the punkest game I've seen in my fucking like, life. Like whenever mm-hmm. like these nerds can complain Punk about, oh, PUBG, PUBG is not a complete game. Was not way more. The that year. is the Avril Lavigne of punk rock <laughs> games. Like, uh, like, way more. Uh, like, but but. Punk, wow. But like PUBG is just all distortion to me. Uh, it's like, like it's mm. like as in like that's what I love about punk. Like loud fucking like oh. this just works. It's very simple, and the more the the more you make it less simple, the less fun it it's gets. It's just a fucking video game, dog. Dog, what? Yes, that what you're saying? yes, yeah, dog. Yes, dog. Yeah. Man, I guess you're too f- far removed from punk rock. That's how they talk. <laughs> no, no, but yeah, oh, when no, John Lydon went up on stage and like, you guys ready for this dog? I love Blink One Eighty Two and Good Charlotte and all that shit. No, <laughs> oh, yellow card. I love my yellow Some card. Some Forty One. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh wow. 
Welcome to 10 years ago. Ah, uh, and it looks like they uh, they just introduced a bunch of little bug fixes and stuff. They're, they're fixing it. No, but it, it, it's it visibly ran smoother. And that's yeah. good. Because no, like, a, cons- a more consistent frame rate is but good. But honestly, who cares? Is, mm. If the game just... Like is fun and all that. Who cares about stable frame rate? Who cares about I, I saw stable some, graphics? No, who cares? I saw Fuck somebody. I saw somebody say it about Monster Hunter. I think it was my buddy Dustin. Like, I hate Monster Hunter more every day, but I can't stop playing it. Right. And like, I have problems with PUBG, but I can't stop playing it. Like, it's just really, really fun. It just is. It just. It just over. works. Right, no, no. I mean, I. I think you got to say it in a mic, Nathan. I think I'm. Con- <laughs> I actually. I just remembered. I'm contradicting myself mm-hmm. half an hour ago. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But yeah, no. It's just. It's just something. Is like I think it's just because Monster Hunter was not a fun game to me, but mm-hmm. PUBG. It's okay. Everybody's is, wrong. That's fine. Oh no, I'm not wrong. It's, it's everybody's wrong. It's I'm not wrong. I'm never Opinions, wrong. Opinions, man. Cut his mic. Cut his mic. They're I'm the never, worst. Uh, <laughs> Aziz but, screamed earlier so hard that half my monitor went out, and you just screamed again, and it fixed it. My monitor's back on oh, wow. both sides. Oh, ah, so half the episode the, is now. We call that the Fred Flintstone principle. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how you cure amnesia. Ah, uh, uh, and Blizzard is uh, searching toxic players on YouTube, so they're looking for players via ooh. other methods oh, to kick them out. Out of like Overwatch. This, a sleuth program. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Kaplan, uh, he confirms that they're looking for can, players through other means. Can Blizzard just expand that to just YouTube in general? <laughs> yeah. yeah, find toxic people on YouTube. Yeah. I, I actually have a no, lot Just of Blizzard bans YouTube, period. Mm-hmm. I actually have a lot of friends on YouTube. and there's like Oh, actually... lots of friends on YouTube. Brag, brag, brag. <laughs> <laughs> My one friend took a photo next to a dead body, and he's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, he looks Ball. like a Roman Pokemon statue Pokemon. of an expendable soul. Right, one friend compared <laughs> compared Antifa to Nazis, and so they were all very good people. It's unlisted, but still on the White House website. Excuse me, I'm, very fine. I'm people. not kidding. They've put it as unlisted. Like you can't search it. Yeah. You can't search it. Someone has to link it to you, and I saved it. Let's move this away from that quickly. <laughs> uh-huh. No, no. I mean, I have a lot of great friends on YouTube. I have Brendan, who does a lot of uh, who used to do a lot of my uh, no plugging. No, I, I'm fucking plugging right now. Go fuck yourself, Chris. Mm-hmm. Cartoons uh, 101 on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see how it feels, Chris. Uh, yeah, really I mean, hurts. he really used hurts. to do he used to do a lot of my banners on Talking Oscars, Brandon Ralph, mm-hmm. and he does a lot. Brandon of Brandon Ralph, Superman. Yes, but Brendan. Uh, but yeah, he, he used to do a lot of my banners, and he's a great Let's Play player. Just go check him out. Like a lot of YouTube is great, but it's just, it's just predominated by assholes who are just screaming, eh, "Gaming sucks." And that's it. Nah, mm. That's what happens to you nowadays. I just realized Aziz is wearing a VGA shirt when he's on VGA. Yeah. Yeah, what? He's no. that guy. You're he's that guy. guy. <laughs> he says up on the show. show. Jeremy Piven would be so pissed at you. And I'm, I'm so flattered by that. <laughs> I created this. <laughs> Michael, your show is the best Laser Time show. Oh, thank you. You're very proud. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I have to do like a thousand of these. Like, that's not great to hear. Uh, <laughs> You're on all of them. Yeah. I'm not proud of any of them. Like, replace me, Jesus Christ! Figure out a way to make the money. Yeah, Chris, I'm joking. Let me free. We're I in have, your house. Chris, it seems rude. My, Set me free. my bag is in your apartment, and I have 3020 turn shirt right now in your oh. apartment. So no change. Oh uh, no! <laughs> That's all the news. By the done. way, Aziz, thank you for the Assassin's Creed underwear. I will treasure it always. <laughs> That's a good. And the backwards and heels. That was more of a present Diana. for Diana. That's I stole his joke. That's I said I that. I stole his joke. <laughs> I did. I, 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 Chris, I'll, I'll, let's be honest. Is it a? 
gift for Diana, though? Yeah. So, yeah. No, <laughs> seeing me in underwear is not a gift for anyone. Yeah, like, like when Michael's dick presses up against the front of that, and, and like Altair looks like Jimmy Durante, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Ha-cha-cha-cha-cha. Like... <laughs> Come and get some. Ah, and again, a joke only for Diana. She's it is. the only it's, person who understands. Yeah, where's Diana, to, on where's Diana to get that joke? I mean, I they, play that DLC, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Diana was at the Talking Simpsons live show, which she should have gone to. Uh, mm. Yeah, it was really good. Would have liked to. Really fun. Shout out uh, to Bob and Hank at Talking Simpsons. Patreon.com. The best All right, show. we have to move on to... Take my advice, do as I say. None of this is exciting. Save a little <laughs> I should not have stopped it. Um, what are your boy? I love, I love, I love titles like this. Final, Fa- Final Fantasy fifteen is five dollars at a red box. Are you fucking? But I Final Fantasy five is fifty dollars on eBay. Chris, let me tell you how many many times I bought Final Fantasy fifteen. Three times. I bought it once when it first came out. Mm-hmm. I bought it the second time when it was like, oh, here's a deal with it with mm-hmm. the season pass, 30 bucks on the PS4. And then I bought it the second time was like, oh, why is 64? So there was a price error with it and the season pass for 20 bucks. So I bought it for th- th- three times. And you haven't played it at all, I'm guessing. No, I played 20 hours of it. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I it on Black and Friday for 20 price. bucks and I have not played it yet. It's really good. Uh, Forza Horizons Three Hot Wheels DLC is five dollars. I would four ninety nine. I just bought it. I would love that to be a separate DLC thing in general. Never play a real Forza game again. Please just give me all cars that look like lizards and A team vans that play on orange tracks. <laughs> I mean, uh, there uh, was a separate DLC for Fast and Furious cars. So mm. That was a lot of fun. Yep, and uh, Walmart has Okami HD for fifteen dollars. Best Buy Ooh. has Doom. Wait VF- for which platform? Um. PS4 is not the right. only one. I, I don't know. It came out on PS3 as Okami HD, no, right? Oka- but newest, not a, not on a disc. No, ah, the, the newest okay. Okami came out on Xbox and PS4. So. Right. Yeah. Um, Best Buy has Doom VFR for fifteen dollars and uh, South Park Fractured But Whole mm-hmm. and GTA Five for twenty nine ninety nine this week. And if you next week, people save your money. Target Sunday, buy one get one free on. PS2. Nintendo. 64. Wii U games. Fuck that! It it totally works! Wii Boo, right? Everybody leaned in like, yeah, what Nintendo games? (laughs) Fuck that. Worst Nintendo console. Fuck the Wii U. The rumor is, the rumor is that it'll include uh, Smash, (laughs) uh, Pokemon, and Splatoon. They're oh, you mean two of these off. games are already Here, on the Switch? Here, you throw this away. One of them. <laughs> one of them. Splatoon 2 is a legit sequel. It's not like Splatoon, Splatoon 1. Splatoon 2 is so much better than Splatoon 1. It is. You funny. don't need it anymore. GTA um, 5 is $30? Uh, it, it, I always like to announce when that happens because like, I literally load that game up and play a mission like once a month. Mm-hmm. And I haven't finished the PS4 version. That game is version. 11 years old, and it's still $30. It's pretty much it's just over 50 four years old. old. No, no, GTA Five came out in August 2011. Mm-hmm. Because of GTA Online, everybody's like, oh, yeah, yeah this game sells. will Wait. never sell out. It, it's the only it, non-Nintendo Nintendo game. No, 2013, sorry. All right, few. I do have a Nintendo game in here. Aziz, maybe you can speak to the quality of this. Xbox Live, you have a gold account. You can get Battlefield 1. And Titanfall 2, that bundle, is now $26. Oh. Titanfall? Oh, my God. That Okay, so I'm just going to, uh, no, just pray Titanfall. Titanfall is the best game series. Fuck all of you <laughs> Overwatch assholes. Go 
Go fuck yourself. Uh, if it was just about dating the robot, really I'd be aggro. into it. But then you have all those other generic military guys being like, grumble, 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 military industrial complex. Yeah, all where's time. our giant robot dating simulator? I mean, yeah, how am I supposed to ship Colonel Granola? <laughs> and with his fucking in his happy we had robot a dating simulator for fucking pigeons Titanfall, and dinosaurs. Titanfall is the best I might multiplayer. Have a you may be interested in. <laughs> blah 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 blah. Titanfall <laughs> is the best wow. multiplayer series of all time. Go fuck yourself, Overwatch. Even go too? fuck your, go fuck yourself, Destiny. Go fuck yourself, anybody who says oh multiplayer series is the best. Fuck it. Notice Titanfall, I didn't say Monster Hunter. Uh, if uh, well, Monster Hunter is not technically. Oh, I was. I really want. I was gearing you up to do it. But yeah. no, Aziz I mean, just pushed Nathan like by the did. face away. From the it's okay. I, all I have to do to console myself is look at the sales numbers for Overwatch and Titanfall 2, and I feel a lot better afterwards. <laughs> um, well, NBC... We have a lively dynamic. NBC Infinite it's on PSN, and I think maybe Best Buy is twenty nine ninety nine. That's half off the standard edition. Uh, the other editions get more expensive. And if you have a Switch, um, Mario and Rabbids is forty one dollars um, on the eShop oh, right now. Yeah, nice. It's very, really good. Very good game. Worth it. Yes, it's really good. And absolutely Humble, one of our top ten games of the year. Yeah. You know how you think XCOM is very hard. Imagine mm-hmm. XCOM but playable. So yeah, that's what Mario oh, and then balls hard. No, but no, I, look, 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 I'm 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 gonna vouch for this. Like even if it's if you think it's hard, it's not as hard as fucking XCOM two. Though that's the thing. It's yeah, XCOM two, XCOM two, so fucking. I'm, hard. I haven't played enough of XCOM two to say that. I just know that I, I uh, Mario versus Rabbids. You, it starts out easy, but it gets mm-hmm. really difficult. No, I embarrassed myself in the in front of all the community. I added twelve community members, and all of them died. Mm. <laughs> Uh, and the biggest one is Humble Bundle. Michael, perk up, perk mm. up in the ears for games you already have. All right. The Rockstar Bundle. It's uh-huh. finally arrived to Humble oh, Bundle. Oh, good. Um, pay $1, get Manhunt, Vice City, GTA 3, and Max Payne 1. Uh, pay over $10, Bully, San Andreas, L.A. Noir, which is on sale on the Nintendo eShop this week for $40. <laughs> so you can buy two of these Humble Bundles and get a better-looking version of L.A. Noir. <laughs> uh, Max Payne 2, in addition to that, you pay over $15, you get L.A. Noir with all the DLC. GTA 4, Li- uh, Liberty City Stories, and Max Payne 3. No sign of GTA 5, uh, but like pretty much anything pre-GTA 5 that Rockstar ever made. It's worth Max Payne 3 is actually really underrated. It's I feel really like good. The yes. game is like really it's interesting. It's fantastic. I remember giving, I give it a 10 and it's I got really ridiculed. It's Michael, really good. At the time. Michael, anybody who ridiculed you can go fuck themselves. Oh, thank you. I mean, it's thank not you. evolutionary, but it's really well made. Who really, cares? Yeah. Some damn fine toadies. Well, I mean, a lot of people apparently care. I'm it's beautiful. Saying. You get to fuck watch a man burn alive in a tire fire. Michael, <laughs> it's man Max, on fire the video game. Michael's yeah. right by saying Max Payne 3 is an amazing, incredible 10 out of 10 game. Yes. And, and that is, and it's deals. not because I'm a huge Rockstar fanboy. And the best game deal in town is patreoncom time. You should have closed oh, it out earlier. I should have. Now, now I've lost my chance. You should have. No, no, actually. <laughs> Take my advice. Do as I say. Save a little money for a rainy day. <laughs> creep you up. Thank you. <laughs> no, actually, the best deal is patreoncom cartoons 101 <laughs> yeah, the thing that I'm not making content for right now. Great, make it now, quick. <laughs> I got it. Uh, I got it. I get. We're, we're very drunk. We're a little. Uh, except for let's wrap Z's. this up. Z's yeah, let's wrap this up. <laughs> With the Nathan community mostly. segment, which we can finally <laughs> get to. Cartoons segment. 101 is coming back. I will say that. Let's segment yeah. the fuck out of this community. With the community segment. Uh, last week's question of the week, as some of you might remember, was finishing moves. Uh, favorite fighting, fighting game. game moves of all time. Finishing uh, moves. 
No, it was fighting game moves. It wasn't, Special moves. It wasn't specifically finishing moves? No, you could do sure you can if you want. All right. Uh, did You guys weren't here last week. Did you have an answer? I'm going to say whatever the fuck. Ryu coming to Monster Hunter. I hope that's real. Have like, you seen the, the chart of things that Ryu has fought now? And like somebody saying, lot. like, you can add every Monster Hunter monster to that. Yeah, game. in addition to Spider-Man and anybody from Tekken. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I, I feel like special mention goes out to um, Injustice because the Flash literally runs around the Earth mm-hmm. to then sucker punch you oh, as that, he reaches the same point rad. on the other side of the Earth. So. Yeah, yeah. And Jimmy from South Park does the same thing in Fractured But Whole. It's oh, really? Oh, nice. yeah. yeah, that's right. He, <laughs> he does. does run across the world. <laughs> uh, well, the first responder in the, on the website was uh, Laser Time Rules, who said, My favorite fighting game move of all time has Show. to be either Scorpion Spear or Sagat's Tiger Uppercut. Tiger. 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 Uppercut. I cheese the fuck out of both. Trick the TM. Said, uh, my favorite fighting game move is Raiden Superman Attack. Forget the actual name. from. It It is Superman, (laughs) by the way. Oh, it's just called Superman? That's generally what people call it. Uh, Awkward Loser says, Cassie Cage's nut punch. Mm -hmm. After taking after father in the personality department, she will uh, like to assault your ass. Area, male slash female slash demon slash robot, etc.? Awkward loser. I'm not sure what you're getting at there. Uh, what makes her differ from her dad is that she says ding <laughs> on the standard punch and ding dong on the EX version. Her, her super move has, uh, has her literally explode her balls with her fist, so she's my hero. Fair nice. enough. Uh, Raven Bomb, or as Henry would lo- love to call him, Raven Bourne. In the same vein as Boo Boo Jeffrey's Rihanna special move. Why does she do that? I, he also liked the ridiculous moves of Wow. Duranjo and Tatsunoko versus Capcom. Hey, you're the only other person who played that other than Chris and Brett. I played Good it. for I love you. That game. I played it a little bit. Hey, Matt, don't lie. Mm. I know who Duranjo is. Especially yeah. her super comfy down twice where she just lays on the ground. It's ridiculous, but it does dodge. Projectiles and her specials, including taunt, are usable from the super comfy. Norsu Champ says it's a close call between Gon's fart and Tekken 3, Kuma's good. fart. And Street Fighter Cross Tekken, uh, Chaos's fart in Primal Rage or Falcon the Falcon Punch. I think I'll go with the latter. Why doesn't Fa- Captain Falcon have a fart move? Oh, <laughs> Wario took it. That's true. Mm. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. I will never forget seeing that first uh, Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Was it Brawl or Melee? Brawl. It's Brawl. officially ten yeah, years the, ago. The Brawl trailer where you actually, for a split second, see Wario's illuminated asshole yeah. as he farts. <laughs> and that's cloud. what sucks. It's not a fart. It, like it opens up like a portal into mystery. Yeah, like his whole asshole opens up. Like with you a, with acknowledged, a light Wario had an asshole yeah. in a trailer. What the through, fuck is wrong through with you? denim? I mean, oh, hey, and, Mario's I got mean, nipples now. I mean. And, like true, Nintendo would love to acknowledge <laughs> shit through their weird characters. So, mm. uh, oh, go ahead. You go Jake mm. Eugene Van Gundy says my favorite super move comes from the Budokai games, and it's Captain Ginyu's body change attack. Switching characters with your opponent mid combat is probably the most interesting and unique mechanic in the series. Between that move, his short shorts, and his sweet ass poses, Captain Ginyu will always be my main man in any Dragon Ball game. I think you could also be Frog Ginyu does, in that one too. Ginyu have short shorts? Yeah, he's got little shorts. Oh, okay. He's got because so he so he can stretch because they pose. They oh, all got right. hot pants. Yeah. Mm. Well, is it is it like the Marvel little underpants that even giant monsters have? Like Under Armour. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. like uh like uh the oh, what's the big dragon's name that has no genitals? Vin Fang Foom. He's got yeah, no yeah, genitals. Yeah. He's angry. But he wears little underpants anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Rap Dump says uh Rumble Roses Double X's Miss Spencer pulling a textbook hardback 
out of her butthole, <laughs> ripping it straight through her wrestle pants, and smacking another chick in the face with it. Nice. I just want to read this username, Five Nights at Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> Dude, you're incredible. Uh, my favorite would have to be from Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Deadpool's health bar is beating. You yeah. can beat someone with Deadpool's health bar. Uh, besides having the fourth wall uh, breaking uh, and Deadpool-specific humor, it's just a savage beating with a blunt object done for humorous effect. A distant second place would be uh, Godot. Is that how you say it? Godot. Godot from Bloody Roar Gal-Gadot. 2's yeah. uh, move where he single-handedly picks up his opponent by their throat like they weighed a pound and a half and then kicked them into next week to, to Tuesday of next week. Into the second Tuesday. My bad. Bloody Roar. Very underrated series. Bloody Roar Primal Fury on the GameCube is a classic mm-hmm. great fighting game. And uh, Strangely forgotten series. Uh, yeah. TJ Laser said that I was a little young when the original of fighting games hit so it wasn't until the PlayStation era that I bought my very first fighter. Bloody Roar 2, the new yeah. breed. I've never heard of this but y- dude, you made his, make his sound so amazing. It's a game where people turn into furries. What, really? I love the human-slash-animal transformation aspect of the game. And after trying my hand with all the characters, I decided that... Bakurio? Bakurio. Bakurio, the mole, would be my go-to. I base my choice on one specific move. Where Bakurio? Yeah. Yeah, okay. While in his beast mode... Mole mode would jump into the air, grab the opponent's head with his huge claws, bounce upside down above them, and spin like crazy, drilling his mole nose into their skull. Fuck. That sounds horrible. (laughs) Hey man, that's my just every day in my life. (laughs) I'm sure it sounds silly, but it looks awesome in game. It it sure does. Thank you, TJ Laser. Especially given how much blood shoots out of your opponent's head. Thank you so much. I, I through the description, I actually want it, to try that game. It's unfortunate that uh, Hudson got consumed by Konami, who is not interested in video games anymore. We've got a video response from <laughs> Worth Nintendo. Hey, uh, Daniel Worthington here. Um, had a nice morning in and down, land down under. Um, I feel like it'll be too hot today. It's been fucking hot lately. Um, so, yeah, answer to the question of the week. Um, not really, you know, I like fighting games, but I don't play a hell of a lot. But one I really liked was Tatsunuka vs. Capcom on the Wii. Um, and my main on that was my main girl role because, you know, it's a little robot and it's amazing just watching you beat up everyone with a broom. Um, and her super attack where she just has like a big bucket of water and dunks it on people. It's just, it's, it's amazing, it's funny, it's everything I love about that game. Um, yeah. yeah, that's it. So I, I don't appreciate any more Dundee fucking sponsored videos in our feed. Like I'm tired Dundee? of this shit. Oh, you mean the second person will just walk around in green imagery and just talk, and the third person will play Tatsunoko versus Capcom? Well, I, apparently my reference is lost on everyone, but someone they, out there is going to understand. He's it. got two e's at the end of his name. They didn't turn either one of those into a three uh, for Dundee. 3. That's fucking stupid. What is wrong with that? Dun three. They called it Dundee three. Because it's not yeah. the third. It's the fourth. Is it the fourth? I thought there was one, two, Los Angeles. Why do I have to explain Dundee? Thought, oh, we lost Chris, Chris, more about why Roy was his favorite character. There was a Dundee Chris, Chris, you know video movie where he had like a five-year-old kid. Chris, do you know? <laughs> Chris, do you know why? No, because nobody cares. Well, because nobody cares. That really hurt. Uh, sorry to advance for the audio quality. It says Cody Laveau, the Cajun Crippler. ABGA is the Cajun Crippler, Cody Laveau. That's a polar bear. So that's a snow leopard. We're talking about Cervantes. This guy would do. So caliber two, he'd stick one sword in, stick the other sword in, and switch hands. It's really awesome. 
Uh, look it up on YouTube if you haven't seen that yet. So as you can see, we're back in San Diego this week. Uh, hopefully we'll be back here making a lot more of these videos here really soon if you catch what I'm throwing. Uh, top secret business, right? Later. It's a rhino. And our sexiest oh, listener, Corey Laveau. Uh, but also, who's this? Uh, Jai Jiflosion. Hey, Vigigame Apocalypse. This is uh, at Jiflosion on Twitter and Jai on the Facebook group. Also, today's question of the week was uh, favorite video game character's special move. And while inherently it's not special to Ice Climbers, they do have an ability called the Handoff. And let me just show it to you real quick. So basically, they have an ability where you can grab a character and just keep re-grabbing them. And it's pretty much inescapable. You can do cool stuff like that. It's called the handoff. And another one they have is called the wobble. Uh, let me just do this. So it's an infinite, so it's pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, thanks. Well, you just showed us live. 104% damage. Nice. Uh, Ice Climbers, by the way, uh, characters no one would ever miss. What an innocent time <laughs> when they were in a melee game. Jesus Christ. Uh, that was like an ASMR video. Yeah. yeah. Gave, me, gave me tingles. Yeah. yeah so, uh, weird side note. Uh, Diana's gotten kind of into ASMR videos, so it's oh, really? sent me down a rabbit hole of, like, finding down weird, finding weird ones. And it's like every time that I think, like, I bet there's a Jason Voorhees ASMR video. Of course, there's like ten at least. Right. My, my Michael, you mean like and videos like like? <sighs> <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like tapping on the mask. And, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. drowning. Save me. <laughs> I'm drowning. Save me. I'm a very worried boy. Oh no. Welcome to Prime Time, bitch. Don't care about me. <laughs> I'm in your dreams. Uh, Not gonna plug Elm Street Nightmare. Uh, no, it's no. over. Chris is, Chris is too focused on his phone. <laughs> it, was, it was rejected. That was the most ASMR part of this whole conversation. <laughs> okay, no, no. Okay, let's just stop all of this. Chris, that show was amazing. It was really. I'm really proud of it. I, okay. I'm I disappointed fu- in every one of you listening. <laughs> no, no, Chris. Didn't never Chris say that. Always no, no, good no, no, to shame no, 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 Chris. Chris, no, 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 I'm, I'm almost done. Chris, I fucking hate. <laughs> no, no, guys, I really do. I hate that fucking horror series. But mm-hmm. then Chris and she, they talked about it. And I'm like, oh, I actually do like that series for some reason. But I, I we came it. up with it. It's very important to us. Uh, new question of the week. Which, in in keeping with our time loop premise, which game would you like to completely erase from your memory so you can experience it for the first time? Oh. Uh, Oh, Nathan just came up with that. Credit where it's due. Go for it, Nathan. Bastion. Hmm, I really? love Bastion. Didn't really see where it was going initially. Very moved by it. I would love to be able to play that yeah, game I never not f- knowing I've started three happened. times, hasn't finished it. It's uh, The ending is very, really poignant and beautiful. Mm. I wish I could go experience that again. Mm. I'm going to say Shadow of the Colossus because that's coming out next week. Second the remaster. And you I can't c- talk about it next week. I kind of wish it could be a surprise. No, mm. I will only talk about that next week. Mm. I've already worked up three out of five entries about a top five for mm. it. Uh, so... Top yeah. five remasters of this generation. No, no, no. This is Sony we first party games. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, uh, Shadow of the Colossus was very like a, a weird, melancholy, mysterious experience. 
And I'm going to go back into it, and I'm going to know exactly where everything is, and what happens, and what the stakes are. And that's a little disappointing, actually, because mm. even though it's like revisiting a, a comfortable old experience, You're it's supposed still, to experience that pain. Yeah, like I won't experience the same pain. I'll just experience a better looking version of that pain. <laughs> and it would be great to be able to to re-experience that all over again and sort of have my jaw drop at certain moments. Mm. And, uh, you know, th- things that would be... I guess they're not considered spoilers anymore, but they should be now again that the game is coming out a third time. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, someone else go. The first two that come to mind are Shadow of the Colossus, mm-hmm. uh, but also <clears throat> Wind Waker. Uh, Wind Waker is just one of my favorite games of all time. I, I love it so much. I feel like that world is so fun to explore, and so some people consider it a little too sparse, but I love it. And In terms of land, there's plenty of water. There's tons of water. Oh, I so love swimming much around water. that so water. So much water. But that summer of playing it, I did play it with a guide, so that helped me. I, I just spent the whole summer, I had the map up behind my TV on my bedroom wall, so I was looking at the map as I played it, and I just played That's the hell out of it. That's where you put them. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, you put yeah, you put them within your eye lines. So you don't have to turn it all. So you have your Cheetos and your Mountain Dew right mm-hmm. next to you, and you don't have to bother to get up ever. But uh, that is probably one of the most important first experiences with a game I've ever had. Have so you ever tried eating Cheetos with chopsticks? Because I hear that keeps the dust off your hands. Uh, what controller? Bo Dameron yeah. does that. You ever see a photo of him does doing he? that? Yeah. No. Uh, it's a great idea. Him eating those Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Lewin Davis. What's his name? Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. He does it. <laughs> you mean I'm the old national guy. treasure Oscar Isaac? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yes, national yes, treasure yes. Lewin Davis. Chris. Mm. He died a pauper. Uh, I, I played. I've started playing. I think at least a dozen times um, Majora's Mask, and it was infuriating and bad and wrong. And then I got the new 3DS version, and they cut out a bunch of the shit I didn't like. But it was weird. It only highlighted the stuff like, "Oh shit, this thing! I'm an hour in. This thing I didn't like is still here." Hmm. And I, I wish I could. But I think the new 3DS version is the way you're supposed to experience that game it's it's probably the optimal way to experience that game they preserved what worked got rid of all the stupid shit and i still i couldn't get past the problems i had my first dozen times trying to get started on the uh, one of the only console zelda games i ha- i have not completed or sorry like i i didn't complete twilight princess either mm-hmm. but uh but just that like come on i had plenty of time to do this bugs the shit out of me and especially i love i i've read more I spend more of my time reading about Majora's Mask than I do playing in that book. You just me. wish you didn't have that baggage from that first attempt to play through to be able to yes. at least give it the best shot. Yes, it has to yes. Find mm-hmm. And now yeah. that it's optimized to be less cruel That's fair. and less rom hacky. Yeah. Um, my game of the year was Persona 5, and I wish I would play Persona 3 for the first time again because I played it for the first time in 2007. Or, sorry, 2008 when Game Informer said oh, it was one of the best 2007 games. And I played Persona 3 Portable for the first time in 2013, and that made me just, it blew my mind. And I wish I would play Persona 3 for, again for the first time because. You can't go back? No, I, I, that game is incredible. I don't care whatever, like, I love Henry, but Persona 3 is the better Persona game. I'm like, I'm like it's just that. It, better than 4 or better than 5? Better than 4. Um, God damn. I would actually mm. say it was better than 5 because story wise, it just it deals with more self conscious choices it's about like 
it really is about like like Persona Five is about oh uh, society revenge or mm-hmm. whatever yada yada blah blah blah. But so Persona Three is about like self change. Persona Three is about mm-hmm. like what can you change about yourself mm-hmm. that you can be? Can you be a better person? And one of the characters like everybody says oh in Persona Four and Five like oh your best friend is supposed to be this character like aha you should be laugh like you should laugh with him uh, like about his life. But in Persona Three, uh, he is. A full self-fulfilled character who has like a romance onto himself, and it's incredible. And the way that it's dealt with, it's very self, it's very mature, and it's so much better than it's dealt with in four and five. And I wish I would play Persona three again. And I know everybody who's right well, about Persona three. I, 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 I think it sounds like you responded to the themes of three more than four. Hmm. I think every game, since it talks about pretty different stuff socially. Uh, it kind of resonates with people for different reasons. No, so. Nathan, you're wrong. That's what I I'm think. I'm being <laughs> on your side. Three yeah. resonates me with me because you shoot yourself in the head. Yeah, <laughs> pretty metal. That's the punkest thing. Uh, it does seem pretty fun. No, but I mean, if if you haven't played three, please do. It, it, gameplay wise, it's it's not that great mm-hmm. comparatively <laughs> to four or five. It, yeah. but, it is a lot of randomized dungeons. No, but I mean, and, and also you don't control all of your parties unless you play the portable version. But thematically, it's incredible. It's like the color. Wa- also, color-wise, it's and music-wise, it's way different than four and five. Mm. Have you watched the movies? Uh, they're not that great. Are they? Yeah. Don't they make okay. you watch them all in the game? No, uh, <laughs> no. Although the PSP version does cut out a bunch of the cutscenes. Yeah, it takes all the anime out of it. Yeah. I mean, no, no. I mean, uh, just uh, who, who cares about the movies? The games are great in them in the themselves. So that's my sincere answer. Thank you, Michael, for making Boom. it. Huh. Of course. So, what is a game that you wish you could forget and re-experience for the first time? Let us know. Go to VigiGamePocalypse.com. Answer under the comments for episode 250. First person to answer gets read first on next week's show. Alternately, you can hit us up on Twitter at VGApocalypse with an answer that's especially great for video answers. That's where we tend to collect them. Or you can go to the Facebook community and start a thread there. Anyway, that's been our show. Let's go out with some plugs. Uh, who's got something to Listen, talk about? Listen to Laser Time. It's good. Weird Al episode finally went up this week. That's yeah. it. Okay. Patreon.com slash Laser Time's how we're supported. And uh, you probably heard that before, but you don't care at this point. People, Jesus. I'm Listen saying, to 302010. It's all so good. Saying, we can't dunk on Colin Moriarty every fucking day to uh, stimulate the patron. <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> Jesus, Chris. That did incredible numbers, by the way. It did. Mm. Yes. It did. Uh, 302010 is the Pop Culture Time Machine where mm-hmm. we talk about this very week, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, and 10 years ago, and it also features Michael's better, better, better half, Miss Diana so much Goodman. Better. So much better. Not even. So much more fun to play. Like, just so with. much further out of my league. Yes. It's ridiculous. And if you're a Patreon subscriber, we also do bonus time, the weekly bonus show on Patreon. These will be on next week's. It'll be fun. Yeah. Talking about uh, Sundance. Speaking of the better Michael Rapparas have, she did an episode with me t- it's like talking Oscars. That's true. Mm. Uh, and you can see that at www.2 as in the number, the actual number 2, wayjerry.com. I used to do a podcast called Talking Oscars and I now... I, I like saving to- Private Ryan for you. Uh, Chris, it's okay. I don't have the time for it. You don't have the time for it. Nope. <laughs> Nobody does. It's like, it's okay, but it's been a fun show so far. Uh, I want to plug Andrew Rob- Robuck, and he, we, we did an episode I haven't really seen yet, but I'd love to thank everybody who did, who really withstood the idiocy of me trying to do a podcast <laughs> for a year and a half. 
Thank you so much, and uh, thank you for Michael for hosting me. Oh, thank you for coming on. Vigi Game Apocalypse. And I'd like to plug www.patreon.com slash cartoons101 because Matt J. Matt J. Okay. I I don't know what anybody says about Matt J. He does amazing stuff on cartoons. Despite all the other bad stuff. No, fuck Matt J. For any other shit that he says. (laughs) 3310 is an okay show. I enjoy doing it. No, I knew Matt J. through his cartoon show, and it's incredible. Stop and see this. I I like cartoons. We all like cartoons. Get a room. Everyone likes cartoons. I'm also very much looking forward to our Oscar cast this year where I will Mm. uh, write sketches. Mm. Uh, I already have one semi-written for The Shape of Water. It goes like this. Oh, goodness. Oi, I fucked a fish! (laughs) And then like five minutes of applause. (laughs) Uh, And I should plug Nathan's new studio. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, first off, I'm on Twitter at Kenji Saul. You can come yell at me about my bad opinions there. Um, also, you can go to daxnd.com to find out information about my game that I'm working on with my creative partner. Uh, it's called Slipstream Scalawags. It's a space pirate adventure yeah, how's game. how's it going? Uh, pretty good. We're actually going to have some more information and uh, hopefully some uh, like video content to share pretty soon. Oh, right. Closer to like GDC. Um, but yeah, it's a space pirate game inspired by 70s anime, um, Venture Brothers, uh, Monkey Island, a bunch of other stuff, and where you can maybe do a smooch with uh, a bunch of space pirates. Oh, cool. So uh, we'll have more information pretty soon on that. Just what I always wanted. Our smooch kissing a, a man. A smooch. <laughs> Didn't get in that Sea of Thieves beta, but I can still smooch another scallywag. Our game is way gayer than Sea of Thieves. <laughs> is it gayer than Cap'n Pissgums and his pervert pirates? It is as gay as illegally allowed is by it, the SRV. Is it gayer than Brooke McMountain? Uh, because I would dude, love you to make no out idea. with Jake Gyllenhaal uh, right the fuck now. You can make out with space Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, you space can Cap- spit on your hand and wipe it all over your penis and put it in another man. <laughs> that's that's what? very elegantly spoken. I was doing it as a pirate, a butt pirate, as it were. This uh, is like what, 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 what? Is this going to get any better at this point? Stop me and stop the show. <laughs> that was like all accents in one. Cancel your patronage. <laughs> This will definitely go over with my audience for our game. All right. Well, this was a podcast about video games. Uh, <laughs> sure. He's referencing Brokeback Mountain. I'm sorry I'm the only one here seen it. Yeah. I've seen yeah. it. Come sorry. on. Sorry. Sorry. I'm a big Ang Lee fan. No one else in the room is. No, I'm, I'm a... Hulk movie is underrated. No, that is Jake a true Jake Hall is the best actor of all time. All time? Of all time. Go fuck yourself. You are all of declarative statements. No, tonight. I don't care. <laughs> fuck all of you. Yeah, Persona 3 and Jake Gyllenhaal all the way dying on this mountain. Yes. It's a Persia. Well, on that note, uh, we've been Vigi Game Apocalypse. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Well, that's probably a good time to move on to mm. our community segment, which as always is what? Segmenting, Segmenting the, the community! community! Does that mean no game deals? Oh, sorry. Yes, you're right. <laughs> that's a really good oh intro. I had a shit all over it. segmented this community is.